to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Americans love to eat. They are, they are fatally attracted to the slow death of fast food. Hot dogs, corn dogs, triple bacon, cheeseburgers, deep fried butter, dipping pork fat and cheese whiz, mayonnaise soaked barbecue, mozzarella patty melts. Americans will eat anything, anything, anything. If you were selling sautéed raccoons assholes on a stick, Americans would buy them and eat them. Especially if you dipped them in butter and put a little salsa on them. This country is big time, big time. Forget the bald eagle. You know what the national emblem of this country ought to be? A big bowl of macaroni and cheese. A big bowl, because everything in this country is king size. King size, extra large, and super jumbo. Especially the fucking people. Have you seen some of the people in this country? Have you taken a good look at some of these big, fat motherfuckers walking around? Big, fat motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Huge piles of redundant protoplasm lumbering through the malls like a fleet of interstate buses. The people in this country are immense, massive bellies, monstrous thighs, and big, fat fucking asses. And if you stand there for a minute and you look at one of them, you look at one of them, you, you, you begin to wonder, how does this woman take a shit? How does she shit? And even more frightening, how does she wipe her ass? Can she even locate her asshole? She must require assistance. Are paramedics trained in this field? And standing right next to her, of course, with a plate full of nachos and a mouthful of pie is her clueless fucking husband, Joe Sixpack. With his monstrous swollen beer belly hanging dangerously out over his belt, beer belt buckle, this guy ain't seen his dick since the Nixon administration. And if you stand there and you look at the two of them, you begin to wonder to yourself, do these people fuck? Is this man actually capable of fucking this woman? It doesn't seem structurally possible that these two people could achieve penetration. Maybe they're in that Cirque du Soleil or something. I'm telling you, the people in this country, are every half, every one of them is 50 pounds overweight. They are gargantuan. And in the summertime, God help us, in the summertime, they all want to wear short pants. Jesus, Lord, protector of all that is good and holy, deliver me from fat people in short pants. They all got short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Short pants, big bellies, fat thighs, and dumb kids. Every one of them's got two dumbass kids with them. And the whole family is wearing t-shirts, and every one of them's got the same t-shirt. I'm with stupid. Apparently in this country, the stupids are an extended family. I'm a fat fuck, I like my steak tough. I'm a fat fuck, I like my steak tough. I like my duck pluck. I'll buy you a food truck, I'll buy you some buff chicks, I'll get you the sauce up. How you eat a salad, your life is fucked up. I'm a fat fuck, it's inappropriate. I like eating candy, that's super sweet shit. I wanna eat more shit, I eat the whole shit. Send me some more shit, you scrawny ass bitch. I'm such a big fat show, I love it. I'm such a big fat show, you love it. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. 
subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Paul had to put the pussy away. Right before we started recording, <laughs> Paul had it literally. Paul, you know, well, no, Paul had a. I guess it's the cat. It's it's your new cat. Is it is it new? It's got. It sounds like a young uh, cat. Yeah, it's a new cat. And we. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've. I think I've talked about about my cat on here. Um, because it was, but, just, it was I mean, because it's I in didn't. heat and it was just like wow wow. I could. Actually, so, I kind of so wish you would have kept it for the show. But it would have been funny. But go on. <laughs> No, I had to put her in the basement. There's no way I was going to deal with that. I think she understood when I shut the door because she hasn't said anything. <laughs> but um, uh, basically what happened was is I was at my parents one day, mm-hmm. and you know I'm sure you're the same way. A cat comes up. You're like, oh, I want to pet the cat. Um, Maybe not in the city where you are, but in the- <laughs> we'll oh, so, oh, so it's a stray, stray cat. Um, I don't know. So was it a stray? Well, was this yes. out, out, out outside of the house? Was this outside of? It was outside. I, I think it was. I think somebody like just threw her out of the house, and then she either never went back, mm-hmm. or um, they just wouldn't let her back in, and she just came over to mine to came over this way. Mm-hmm. Basically, like I went up to pet the cat, and cats don't usually come to me, but then she came to me. And she wouldn't leave, mm-hmm. and she was also like really thin. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my mom. I'm like, "What the hell is going on with this cat?" So I fed her, mm-hmm. and she definitely didn't want to leave after that. So I just, I just kept her. Um, yeah, she isn't, she isn't, she's definitely not. I mean, you can hear, you heard her. She's definitely not fucking fixed. Yeah. Um, but because because of COVID and the, you know, you know how these vets go. Um, it's gonna take. It's gonna be like two or three months before I can get her. Yeah, neutered, I can imagine. Basically. Yeah, well, not neutered. Like it's since not, it's not neutered. Um, spayed. whatever the female version of spade. Spayed. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's since it's not like an emergency. Yeah, I could see like maybe holding off on going into a doctor's office. I mean, even if it's a vet's office, but just avoiding. Uh... Well, I mean, I've I've already taken her twice to the vet because I wanted to have her checked out, and these vets like. You know, they sit there and they're like, well, you should do this, 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 this. And I'm like, how much is it? Oh, 200. Yeah, that's nice. Let's just do what I came here to do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, uh, not not the cat that I had previously, but the one I had before that they were like, oh, no. okay, no, I I was living with my uncle and they had we had and he had a Siamese cat. And and um, so I took the cat to the vet and they were like, now, mind you, the cat already was like 12 or 13 years old. And they were like. And she has cancer in her, in her kidneys, and she has this, and she has that, and like, and I and I said, and I just like, okay, so it was, what, just get, throw the number at me, and it was like twelve hundred, and I said, this fucking cat's like thirteen years old, and 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 then like the, the doctor's like, I could put her to sleep for fifty, and I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, at least when you would, you know, with the, you know, and I hate, and I'm not, and that's to sound cruel because I love cats. I, I've had cats my entire life, but I mean, like, for $50, look, they give you the shot, fucking, you close your eyes, you go to sleep, you don't fucking wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, I appreciate the sanctity of life, but like $1,200 for like a 12, 13 year old cat, you know, that was already a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I had, so from the ex that I had a kid with, mm-hmm. and, well, We'll get into that other thing in a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, with the ex that I had my my kid with, um, Logan, basically um, she she we, we had like two or three cats, and um, I needed to I needed to make sure that the cats were you know 
um, I need. I wanted to make sure the cats had a good home. Uh-huh. So the one, the one of them, I still actually have. It's actually at my parents' house because she wanted to keep him. That's why he's not here with uh, with, with Shadow and us. Because and also we don't know we don't know like how she would react because she doesn't like a, being around other animals for some odd reason. So, mm-hmm. but that's that's another story for another time. So, um, but um, the other the other one I had a female. Her name was Sarah, and we had to put her down because something happened with like her kidneys or something. Mm-hmm. And she was just she was just in so much pain that we had to just end it. I was she was just such a, a loving cat, and so like when this female came along, I was like, oh, I need to have this female. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't expect her to be like every other week, like going into heat. And I don't know why she's doing it in the middle of winter, but whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm kind of like I said, I'm just kind of waiting until I can get her neutered and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, not neutered, spade. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm, I'm losing my mind. So. Yeah, I mean, and and speaking of speaking of things being in heat, um, yeah, speaking of things being in heat, um, well, uh, so pretty much, I mean, it's it's already out there on social media. Everybody that listens to this podcast has already seen the post. So, um, surprise, I'm having another kid. Um, Is he gonna be a daddy? Yes, okay. and we found out the other day it's a boy. So thank God. Oh, oh my God, thank, thank fucking Lord, it's a boy. And it's long, it's long not... enough where like, because most people like, you know, it's bad luck to talk about it in the first trimester, but like the first trimester is already over, right? Yeah, I mean, she's coming up on, I mean, the what is it? Probably the eleventh. That'll be like five months ish. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's due in June. Oh, great. That's all. Uh, <laughs> Your birthday's in June. My birthday's in June. Yeah, I, like, exactly. I, I swear, like I'm not even exaggerating. I think I know like twenty or thirty people that it, it's, have it's like, very, birthdays in June. It, it's really weird, dude. Because like, well, like he's supposed September. to be due around like, <laughs> like around I think the it's it's sometime in June. I won't give the date, but it's close enough to my birthday where I went. Oh well, isn't that fucking ironic? <laughs> um. So um. Yeah. I mean. I'll be honest with you, dude. I I wasn't I wasn't sure if I could have any other kids. Not gonna lie. Like physically or, or just like. Um, I mean, I I don't want to get too personal, uh-huh. but you know, it wasn't oh, like there were no kids before. My, right. Oh, okay, okay. I, okay, before, yeah, oh, I thought okay. I thought that you know we we had tried. I mean. Ah. Oh, um, okay. So it wasn't so it wasn't like. <laughs> but you do see what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. I mean, I know what you're gonna say, and then go ahead and say it, because I'm 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 not that type of person. But you know, it's it, it just kind of opened my eyes to be like, huh, okay. No, I mean, I'm just <laughs> I mean, look, you know, I mean, you know, there the guy, a guy has a pride in his like, you know, my boys are swimming kind of a deal. So I mean, you know, it obviously wasn't your wasn't your issue to to be addressed or whatever, and you know, and even. <sighs> I mean, you know, you start. I mean, you know, you've been taking care of yourself and stuff like that. I mean, so. Well, I mean, I mean that probably that might have had something to do with it, but I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you, we weren't really me and my girlfriend now weren't really, you know, I mean, we were planning to have a kid down the road, but it wasn't really like, oh, it's gonna happen now, kind of thing. Yeah, so, I mean, nobody plans it because everyone goes, oh, you, you know, uh, like when you're young, oh, I'll have a kid when I'm ready, and it's like you're never gonna be ready if you if that's the case, you you know, that means you're gonna be fucking. I mean, I'm 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 th- I'm gonna be 37 in June, so I mean, I, I it's a good time. I'm Honestly, it's it's a good time to have a kid because I don't really want to be like in my 40s having a fucking kid. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and uh, I mean, after this, uh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have another kid. I, I, I did want to have another one. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, obviously I was trying, mm-hmm. but, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, 
it it came out of the blue. So yeah. well, if I have you if know. I have another one, it's gonna be fucking <laughs> immaculate conception or some shit like that. But <laughs> yeah. You, you have to be fucking somebody to have a to have a kid. But, I mean, with your luck, you'll probably get somebody. Yeah, it'd, like, be, it'd be like the first person I like, knocked up or something like. I'll have a one night stand, and all yeah, of a sudden it'll be like. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like your luck, dude. Like you, you'll probably have a one night stand and get somebody pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant. You're the father, no. and I'm gonna kill all three of us. Oh, <laughs> I would just sit there and be like, Chris, we had this <sighs> conversation. <just> my luck. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's it's you know. Well, congratulations. We'll see what I mean, I mean June, June, don't ask me to do a podcast because I'll probably be busy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, that's because, I mean, we're, we're both because we both have a uh, single. We both because you have a son. I have a daughter. So we're both like parents of one kid. But yeah, now you're going to have two. And like, that's the whole thing is that like and then like, you know, I could understand like, OK, and I think two, that's it. I don't understand people who have like three or more kids. I mean, it's you know, of course, yeah. When a when a woman wants to get her fucking claws in a dude or whatever, and she already had a you know, she already has one baby daddy, and you know, now she's trying to cash that next motherfucker. You know, I understand having his kid because that's how you keep him around. Uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, like in general, like if I was in a, if I was in a stable relationship with a woman, I could not see the idea of having like a third kid. Like that makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. I mean, yeah. I mean, so so. I mean, I'm not going to get too personal about my girlfriend, but she has two other kids. So, so this is oh, going to be her third okay. kid. <laughs> so, she got her claws so, in and she, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. I'm just busting your chops. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where I was just like, I'm like, either you're really fertile or I'm really fertile because Jesus Christ, like, oh, my God, this came out of nowhere. But, um, I mean – I mean, like after this, like me and her aren't gonna have any other kids. So I mean, it's it's pretty good. And I mean, my kids, my my first kid has, you know, he's 15 years old. So I mean, it's it's a good time because he can kind of, you know, be there and kind of help mm. and also, you know, um, bond with him because I I feel like. Again, I don't want to get too personal, but I feel like, you know, with his other two brothers that he has, <laughs> C3, um, <laughs> by the way, not, not my kids. No, not my kids. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where it's just, you know, I kind of felt like sometimes he felt he felt like he was left out uh-huh. with his other two brothers, like his other two brothers were treated differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like him, you know, taking part in being with his with his brother will will definitely help him um it may actually help him with his other two brothers and just kind of maybe that'll grow a bond with them too mm-hmm. i don't know you know i i just you know i'm just throwing that out there but you know it's it's you know it'll be interesting because once he turns 18 he's mine either way Oh, okay so oh yeah don't <laughs> he's like dad so when i turn 18 you're gonna come you're gonna park at the i'm like oh i'll be there well the the caveat here, unfortunately, is is he turns eighteen and he'll turn eighteen in December because that's when his birthday is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously that's less than three years from now. But he'll still be in school. He'll be in his senior year. So I'll have to wait until his senior year is done and then be like, pull up that next day. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So, and, and that blows on like with me, like in my situation, like with since my daughter's mother passed away, it's like I can never hand her off. <laughs> 
God forbid something well, happens I to mean, me. Where the, I mean, like, I guess it would go to my next of kin, but who the hell's my next of kin? My mom? Like, my brother? Like, you know, if, if something happened to me, I mean, I wonder, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, her mother's side of the family may fight or whatever, but if something happened to me, you know, it's not like, you know, if her mother was well, still alive and you know, I died, I mean, I'm like, okay, she'll be with her mom, but. I mean, I'm sure we've had this kind of conversation on the on the podcast before, but that's kind of why I've said to you, you know, it's it's probably in your best interest to do as much as you can to you know lose weight, get into better shape, and just be healthy yeah, for your I mean, daughter man, because your daughter's gonna some need you. Some asshole runs a red light, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, no one's promised tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a, I mean, don't get yeah, I get, gonna come I get what you're saying. I'm a fat fuck, but I mean, I'm just saying, just in general. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I didn't see you were a fat fuck. <laughs> I was just saying you need to you need to do something for your you know this is that that's for your daughter. That's not not for you know that's not for me that's not for some fucking other chick that's for you know that's for you to be there for as long as you can for your daughter yeah, you. you know because she doesn't have her mom now mm-hmm. and it's it's an even better reason to do the things that you need to do you know <laughs> that's all that's all i'm saying i'm not saying you're a fat fuck jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> fuck sometimes i look at your facebook and i'm just like is he is he gonna commit suicide? Because I'm just I I'm like I I I sometimes I'm just like oh my god. Well, it's just like I like I look at like everybody I know and like everybody I know ha- like kind of has somebody in their life and I'm sort of like and I mean I have my daughter absolutely but like you know I, like I don't like everybody has like a partner or they have family or they have people that they can rely on and it's like I don't fucking I mean yeah I have friends. But, like, you know, if my fucking world turns, like, okay, let's say I get hit by a fucking car tomorrow, and I have, like, uh, you know, and I can't fucking walk. You know, like, I, I'm crippled to the point of, like, you know, like, uh, one step above vegetable. Like, I'm awake, and I can move my arms, but, like, I can't move my legs. Who's gonna wipe my ass? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna, who's gonna, like, at least if you had friends, or if you have family, not friends, I mean, if you have family, or someone that's close to you, or whatever, like, you know, if you have a partner, okay, I don't have that in my life, and it's sort of like, if something happens to me tomorrow, that's, like, really fucking bad. I mean, I, I, you know, I completely know what you're, I I know what you're talking about, I mean, it's... I could have put that stress on a 10-year-old You know, I mean, I mean, I don't want to go, I don't want people to, like, think I'm gonna, like, cut myself or something, but, you know, it's one of those situations where you come out of a relationship, a long-term relationship, and you're like, what do yeah, I do now? And you question like, you, you, you know question what I mean? your values. Like, what do I do now? You question, you, you, like, you exactly. Know, what do, you know, if if you just throw I, me away, I, I, I mean, you know, or that's the way it feels. I, I feel like I'm being thrown away. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, there is some, there are times, dude, where like there were there were times. I shouldn't say now because I don't, I don't really question myself. Um, I mean, there's been times in the past, like you know, that I've just kind of been like, did I do something wrong? Am I the person that did something wrong? Mm-hmm. And, and, and like even like my last serious relationship was around this time last year, you know, and, and like you know around this time last year we're we're, we're we're doing a podcast where you're saying like oh you guys are meant for each other and stuff like that, you know. Then all of a sudden you know a guy that her for her friends her, her male friend's wife dies and she disappears. <laughs> so it's sort of like it makes you question your worth. Like you know she can just dump me like that. It sort of you know it makes you like feel like oh what a fucking piece of shit am I that you know. But then again, also, you know, God knows how long they were planning on getting together. They were just waiting for the guy's wife to die. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's 
but yeah, I'm just, I mean, you know, that that put a dent in me. I'm like, you know, what the fuck, I'm, I'm that disposable that, you know, yeah, you would think at the very least, like, oh, you know, say, look, you know, me and this guy. Dude, I've been in the same situation, man. I had, uh, there was, if you remember, like, uh, well, there was obviously my my ex that, you know, you knew. And then before that, I had dated a chick for about two months that was, you know, um, she did. She did the. She did the same thing that that she did to you, where she would, where uh, she was waiting for this guy to come back, and then once he came back, she dumped me, mm-hmm. like, and she cheated on me too. And it's like, I, I understand that you that you wanted this one guy, and by the way, she's not even with that guy anymore. She's been with like fifty different guys since me. So, <laughs> you know, I, I guess it, in the long run, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's that's it's. I'm good. <laughs> I'm definitely good. But you know, it, it's it's like if you're not if you don't want to if you don't want to date somebody like and you're waiting for somebody else, wait for that other person. Don't fucking wait waste somebody's time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had I've had. Uh, I mean, I, I there was there was one chick that I dated, um, and I've talked about her before. I believe uh, she was the same age as me. She had two kids. Um, great mom, and you know, she started getting close mm-hmm. to me. And you know, for me. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start to move when I when I start to see sign. Mm-hmm. Any guy does that. We're not going to move immediately because we're not stupid, especially at our mm-hmm. age. So, you know, she would move and then all of a sudden she backed off. Oh, I just want to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you kissed me the other day. Oh, well. And and you you remember this line and I and I still have this in my etched in my mind. Well, sometimes a kiss is just a kiss. Oh, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that, and I was just like, and I, and that's like that was that was the one time where I was just like, I, I was, I had control of the situation. I was so happy. I, I was, I, I mean, I was kind of an asshole, but I, I was control of that situation. And I said, listen, uh, listen, if if that's how you're gonna be, I I, I don't want to. I'm done. I don't want to be friends. I don't want to be anything. Like I don't want somebody wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I can't. I, I I I'm not gonna waste my time with somebody that doesn't know what she wants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like and you know it, it was it was on top of that. Like she was still friends with her ex, her ex husband. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There should be a good relationship uh, in the sense of parenting. But you're friends with him. You're getting gifts for him for different holidays and shit. And it's not you're getting a gift for your kid to give him, but you're just gonna give him a gift. Like. Uh, you know that 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 sets off some some alarm bells, so to speak. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't know. I was just very like it, women. Women do not know what they want. A lot of women do not know what they want. I mean, you know, it is what yeah. it is. I, I can hear the cat in the background. You can hear. You can hear in the background. <laughs> yep, she's getting murdered. Um, it does. It sounds like she's getting murdered. So. I mean, it would be it would be shit. It would be really loud if if I opened that door. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. You just gotta find it. You just gotta find a normal chick. And unfortunately, there's not a lot. Yeah, of it's like chicks. you know, and 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 uh, okay. So like you know, and don't get me wrong. I'm still on dating sites, and even up until like for my birthday last year, which was in June. I said, all right, I'm going to get myself a six-month subscription to the dating site. And then with the and with it being quarantined and stuff like that, you know, like, all right, you could talk to, you know, meet a girl, talk to her for a little while before you get to see her and shit like that. And, uh, you know, I talked to a couple, you know, and, and I went on I went on a couple of dates last year. And, uh, you know, one one girl, and it was this stuff I don't know if I talked about on the podcast. I, I might have told you in, 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 like, you know, in our own conversations. But, like, there was one girl, and she was very high energy. And... 
And she had said, and we went on a date and it seemed going good. And we kept talking after the date. And then one day she just called me up and like, she was like, uh, what did she say? Cause like, I'm pretty annoying, aren't I? And I said, no, I said, you're high energy. I said, you, you have a lot of energy and, 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 and you seem like, you know, you always ramped up. But I said, you know, but I said, that's, I, that's, that's part of who you are. And I guess I, I must have treated, like, she must have had a bad conversation with someone before me. And like, and, you know, and I, I said it in the nicest way. Oh, yeah, see, that's all, I'm high strung and this and this and that. And, and I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, like, obviously this girl had other issues. So it's probably best that <laughs> her and I didn't get together. And even like, even recently, I was talking to a girl and it's one of those deals where like, you know, the web, you know, these dating sites, they'll let you know, you know, you know, Jane liked your profile. So then you go and you check out Jane's profile, you know, and you look and, and, and so like what I do is when I talk to girls online, like, you know, if the girl says, you know, I like Harry Potter movies or some shit like that, you know, uh, like I'll throw a question out, you know, which one's your favorite Harry Potter movie and this and this and that. And like, I, like I try to drop a little knowledge on them, like, you know, like, I don't, I never, I've never written a girl like, what's up? Or hey, or something like that. Like, you know, I write, a, like, and maybe this is my fault. Maybe because I'm, maybe I'm a nice guy or something like that. Like, you know, I don't, I, I kind of write a nice, well-to-do, like, letter addressing stuff they actually like. And then, and then you go back and forth. But the one thing I've noticed is that, like, and I, and, and I've actually put this in my profile on the site. Like, if I ask you a question, all right. And then like, you know, and then of course, you know, you answer like, you know, if you're talking to a girl, oh, what's your favorite Harry Potter movie? And she'll, and let's just say she just answers, uh, you know, the Goblet of Fire. And that's her response, you know, and then like, oh, and then we'll talk, oh, you know, oh, I see you live. Oh, it says here, you know, you used to live in California. Oh, how was that like, you know, and, you know, and then she'll go like, you know, oh, I lived in California. I was there for a job. And, I, and, and you know, once uh, the job, you know, once I was able to transfer back to Rochester, I moved back to Rochester, you know. OK. And then like, like she's answering my questions, but I'm like, she's not asking me anything about me. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm asking questions to kind of keep the conversation going. And so I've noticed and I've done this like the past like three or four girls I've spoken to online where I'll go, you know, I'll, you know, I'll go, I'll I'll go back. I'll go like two or three exchanges where I'm addressing stuff specifically like from their profile and stuff that, you know, where they used to live or what they're into and stuff like that. And then I go. Well, what do you want to know about me? Fucking dead silence. And I don't know if like, you know, I mean, it's one thing oh, I was just, oh, some girls, I'm shy. I don't know what to ask. You know, a lot of, you know, it's the same girls who like, it's the same girls who have like on their profile, like, I don't know what to write in these things and stuff like that. Like, I need a girl with a fucking personality. I need a girl with, you know, who, you know, uh, and that's the whole thing. And then as soon as I go, what do you want to know about me? That kills the conversation whatsoever. You know, and I like, and the whole thing is because like, I think I write. I write very meaningful messages because, <laughs> you know, these girls, whenever you hear girls talking about daddy sites, it's always like, you know, a guy will send them a dick pic or a guy will just say, what's up? Or, you know, are you, you know, just you up or something like that, like looking for a booty call. I actually write fucking uh, uh, heartfelt fucking messages or, you know, messages that have to do with stuff that they're into, not like a generic like, hey, I like your profile right, 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 right back to me, you know, and and I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm uh, apparently it's not working. I have to change my I have to change whatever my game is. Uh, I, but it's well, but like I said, it, I mean, I love how you can kill a conversation in a heartbeat by saying, well, what do you want to know about me? But go on, I'm sorry. Oh, I fucking <laughs> hate that. I fucking hate that. Like, like. I hate when women eh, – well, so, okay. First of all, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a kid. So so just forgive me if I if I talk in the, the wrong yeah. tense here. But um, when I was on dating sites, the one thing that would annoy me is you would you would message somebody and be like, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Good. How are you? And, yeah, I mean, you're just starting a conversation. 
And you're just like, you know, if you if you hit it off where, you know, you guys are actually having a conversation, you ask that normal question. Well, you know, tell me about yourself. What are your likes, dislikes, you know, that kind of thing and blah, 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 blah. And if they give you one word responses in that, I used to just stop talking mm-hmm. to people because I'm just like, why do I want to deal with this? Like, why do I want to deal with somebody that's going to be like, oh, oh, oh. like you, you're not you're not interesting mm-hmm. to me. You're not. You're just you're. You're, uh, what am I, what, what's the bland. word? Like, you're, 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 you're just, yeah, you're bland. Like, I don't, I don't want somebody that's just like, oh, my life sucks. I'm going to go cut myself later. Like, I don't want somebody like that. I want somebody that's like, you know, uh, you know, I, I want somebody that's, that I'm going to, you know, be, have fun around and whatever, you know? And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, these, these girls, they just go for bad guys. I mean, we were kind of having this conversation the other day. Um, talking about something completely different, which we won't talk about. But you know, it, it's funny because these these girls are attracted to always these um, these 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 bad um, these bad guys. You know, sometimes you and you know, like you get these. It's it's funny because there was a there was a post I shared with you the other day where you know um, one of my one of my black friends shared a thing where he said he had a picture of this girl. I guess she's mm-hmm. from Britain, but he's like, this is this is the picture of a girl that's going to date a black. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> a white girl and i'm like and i'm like oh my god i'm like i've seen this before and you know it, it's just because it's funny because and somebody had commented another black person commented and said and and they don't just date they don't just date the black dude they date the worst black dude yeah <laughs> and i'm just like and i'm like i'm like yeah i could i could completely see that you know what i mean yeah. so there, there's something that goes on with like with you know, and I hate to say, you know, and this is gonna sound you know incredibly rape. Like there's something about these white girls when when they go like they're gonna start dating a black guy, they start like putting all types of hair products in their hair. The hair is always fucking like matted to their fucking heads, or like you know, or or the part that is like the or the part that isn't will be like all like curly and stuff like that. And like I don't I, like like it, it's almost like there's a like a uniform <laughs> for white girls that want to date black guys. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and it, the, the thing that kills me is, is you see some of these, these, these chicks go from the whitest of the white mm. girl to like this Latino fake ass looking black woman. And you're just like, <laughs> wait, wait, what just happened here? <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck just happened? Like, I, I, I just, and, and it's like, you know, you know that their that their family is probably sitting there going, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like because you know because it's and, a form and, of rebellion. You know, let's let's fucking like I mean, could, 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 can, you know, can I just with and once again, I'm not I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not saying what they're doing is wrong, but in their heads they're saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and and people are just gonna have to accept it. And there's almost there's there's a defiant almost rebellion to it. When you know when when mm. uh, like when a white girl's gonna date a black guy like let somebody say something to me and and this and this like you know it 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 certainly feels like uh like I said like a form of rebellion like I'm gonna do this just to piss people off or I'm gonna do this because no one could tell me what to do you know and 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 it, right. it, it's done in a way where you know not like oh I met this fucking great guy and 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 you know hey he happens to be black no it's sort of like you know. I'm I'm getting mine. <laughs> I'm getting mine, girl, or whatever. Well, it, it's 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 not that. I think it's more or less like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna experiment, like not experiment, but in quotes experiment. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're not experimenting; you're just being dumb. <laughs> like I mean, I mean, at a certain point, like you have to you have to realize that number one, number one, like 
you're probably not dating the right person anyways. But number two, do you think that black guy is going to deal with, with your shit? <laughs> like, no, they're not. They're going to move on to the next chick. They're going to move on to the next chick that's going to give them some pussy. So, you know, it, it's it's and, you know, I'm not trying to make any stereotypes here. I'm just saying at the end of the day, like, you know, these, you know, these white chicks just don't get it. And and by the way, I'm I'm not just talking about, you know, them turn, trying to be a different race just to impress a guy, but I'm I'm talking about like everything encompassing and it does seem to be mostly white mm-hmm. chicks, you know? Like, you know, it's it's just very very weird how some of these chicks act and I just don't I don't get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like I just don't get like you know, what's number 1 why do you act that way? But number two, why don't you just go get help? Because clearly you need some help. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a in a in a, in a way of go get some help. Like you you obviously need help. There's something wrong with you. Go get help. You know, it's not it's very that simple. For guys, it's that mm-hmm. simple. You know, for me, if I needed help, I would go and get help. Because you know, and it, and it's a perfect example is you know me going through the transformation that I did. <laughs> now I'm a fat fuck because of COVID. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's, you know, you go from being going into a diabetic situation to now being in a healthy situation and diabetes is not even on your radar. Like, that's mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? And see, that's the thing. Like, once once COVID's over with, I'm going to go back to doing what I was doing to keep myself healthy and to keep my weight down because I have to do that. You know, I don't want to end up like my father. You know, he has type mm-hmm. 2 diabetes. He has leukemia which is another thing that i have to make sure i get tested for every once in a while and because it seems like all of our family members so far have had it which is wonderful at the end of the day but you know what i'm saying man it's 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 just you know you gotta you gotta like you gotta do things to make yourself better and these women don't do that and that goes for you too i mean i would like we were saying before like that goes for you too you gotta make yourself better but that's not for a woman that's for your kid so I mean, fuck a woman. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah, just, you gotta love just, me as you gotta you love me as a fat fucker. <laughs> and and that's that's another thing. Like you gotta you gotta love yourself for who you are before you can love somebody else. Because if you go and start dating somebody and you don't even know what the fuck you want, like there's no point in dating anybody until you know. Okay, this is what I want, and this is what I don't want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and sometimes you, sometimes you'll be dating somebody and you don't even, and you're like, oh, this isn't going to be something that lasts for a long time. And then you realize, oh shit, this actually might last for a long time. Yeah. You know, that happens, but you know, it is what it is. Dating work sucks. (laughs) Thank God I don't have to do it. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. And during COVID, Maron, (laughs) oh fuck. Hell no. Hell no. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, it'd have to be over video. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean that's the whole, I mean that's the whole thing is like well, I don't mind like I, I'll go back you and know forth. What, you know, what I'm saying it was a girl I was talking to, like I said, the one the, the real high strong one. You know, we go and have conversations and stuff like that, and 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 that's the whole thing is that things were going pretty fucking nice, but then like after that weird blow up, I'm like I can't, you know, I'm not gonna deal with that fucking energy. You know, what I'm saying if I'm dealing with that shit now, and, and you know things are still in the beginning, <laughs> you know, what do you want to do when things get like really fucking yeah. committed? You know, so well, yeah, you don't you don't want. You you don't want like you don't want you don't want to date somebody that's just going to be all over the place. That's just you know, that's just not what you want. And uh, and you know, especially at the beginning of a relationship or you just talking like you see that that's a big fucking red red like warning <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, so like, yeah, but um yeah. So we've talked yeah. enough about so, this. Uh, I think. So let's. Uh... <sighs> 
Okay, once again, Rochester is in the news. And I guess we go from the sad fucking social life to just sad news in general. And uh, I'll be... And the sad part is, is a lot of people don't know the whole situation. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not... Uh, I, I, I honestly haven't seen the video yet. I keep seeing links to the video. I keep hearing about it online. I keep seeing... So, I mean, I can, I can give you, like, kind of a brief rundown of what happened. Um, at least it's to my understanding. So... Basically, this nine-year-old girl, um, I, the mom called 911 on her because she was having like a mental episode. First of all, uh, when this was going down, um, there was only one officer initially. Um, and by the way, apparently we already have the the um, the mental um, uh, whatever the mental division, whatever it's called here mm. in Rochester, all set up and ready to be used. So why why this person wasn't why they're not going after my cat right now? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but in, in, it's it just doesn't make sense why they weren't called to the scene. I guess maybe they don't have it completely mm. set up. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But you know, it's it's just very it, it's it's interesting to see that you know it's not. I'm gonna kill this fucking cat. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it's just very, very weird that you know she's, you know, that that it was a mental illness call and there was an officer there. And okay, first of all, he didn't use lethal force, so we gotta keep, we gotta give, we gotta give the officer at least some something good out of the situation because he didn't, he mm. did his job. He didn't just go and shoot this kid. Um, he handcuffed mm. her. And when she went too far, she he he maced her, and apparently he maced her in the car. I didn't see the video myself, but I, I and I, I understand the outrage, but you got to see the whole situation because the mother the mother showed up on the scene and started starting shit and started riling up this kid, like and the officer is trying to handle the mom, the kid, and everything else that's going on because I guess people showed up and were trying to video, and then the mom started yelling at the at the the bystander and then you know it was it was like this really it was this situation that blew up into something it shouldn't have and well, from what i understand like the house eventually the girls the little girl's household was fucking chaotic you know it was bad. you know like, it was like bad. She, you know yeah, it's bad to have a nine-year-old fucking and, wander and around the street crying and shit like that you know it shows that the fucking house well, is not and, in order and, and here's the thing and here's the thing that kills me about it is like this nine-year-old obviously lives with this this mom that was causing all the all the, the problems and shit but she she um basically wanted she basically is now filing against the city to try to get money and i'm like how does that make sense when you cause this situation? Well, yeah, that's the first people place. that are fucked up, you know, you don't see the forest from yeah, the trees. Like people like, that live fucked up lives don't realize that don't realize their lives are fucked up, you know, because they're in the middle of all the well, bullshit. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and you know, Darrell commented on my post, and I was trying to explain to him, like, dude, you're not you're not seeing the whole situation. Like, it's not about the police officer; it's about the fucking mom started this whole situation and then continued to escalate it. To where this officer pretty much had no choice but to mace that nine-year-old to keep to calm her down and stop her from doing what she was doing. Like it's it's a shitty situation, but that officer shouldn't be shouldn't be fired for it. He was doing his job, and there was two other officers on the scene that eventually showed up too. Mm -hmm. Thank God to try to calm things and get things back, get things into a good manner because you know it's like oh well. I, I, I think she did. She did an interview. I, I overheard it earlier, and then she was talking about well, you shouldn't you shouldn't mace a nine year old. And I'm like, 
and you shouldn't be rallying up the nine-year-old. Like, you caused your daughter to go to, and I'm guessing they took her to St. Mary's because that's where they take all the mental, pa- all the people that have mm-hmm. a mental episode. Like, you caused your daughter to have a mental breakdown. Like, who who are you? <laughs> like, how do you think that you deserve any money? And I'm going to tell you right now, the city of Rochester gives her fucking money. I, like... I'll say, I mean, I'm you, done. You, I mean, look, like, anybody I'm, I'm could sue for done. anything, you know, that's, that's, I mean, so just take that with a grain of salt. Anybody could, uh, you know, say that they're the victim or whatever. Not that it's ever going to happen. So, I mean, just because she applied doesn't mean Giants. she's going to get a fucking penny. Dude, every city, every time that something like this happens. Yeah, people see it as their payday. They always settle. And they always settle. And they always settle and give them millions of dollars when they don't deserve anything. Because here's the thing. Here's what you're not understanding about it. Well, actually, you probably do. You probably are going to understand about it. Whatever this, whatever if whatever the city gives mm-hmm. this woman, it's going to go to her, not the nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and you know, it's one of those situations where you just go, like. Out, from outside of Rochester, you don't see the whole situation. But people in Rochester are literally sitting here going, why the fuck hasn't the mother been arrested? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if you can charge her with anything, but that woman should have been arrested for trying to, get, you know, for setting, for doing whatever she did to her daughter to set her off in the first place. And then to come on the scene and fucking sit there and continue to escalate it. Like, uh, Chris, like... If I were the officers there and I got fired, if, if they get fired from this, I would be suing the city because I have just cause. Like, what am I supposed to do in that situation, especially if I'm the only mm-hmm. officer there? Like, by the way, I didn't use lethal force. I didn't beat the child. I maced mm-hmm. her, which is a non-lethal chemical. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> if we were talking about, I mean, what's going what's gonna to be next? If I tase a nine-year-old, are you going to be fucking... Are you gonna sit there and, and treat me like like shit? Like I'm not trying to defend the officers here because I don't know the whole situation myself. But the the main thing of this whole situation and in hearing that it just makes me go like, why are we talking about the officers when we should be talking about this mom and what's going on in yeah, this exactly. household? I mean, you know, that's the whole thing is like, that like you know, there's there's people you know, there's people out there who fucking instigate problems. And 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 mm-hmm. unfortunately, like you know, the like those people need to be fucking dealt with because I bet if the fucking mother was dealt with properly, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you, know the, the, you know, she wouldn't be raising her daughter this way, you know, because and trust me, I look, I understand her frustration as a father of a ten year old. I understand, you know, this and that. And then even like the other day, like me and my daughter were in the supermarket, and there was another little girl. The girl had to be about four or five years old. And the, and she's there with the mom yeah. or whatever. And then the mom is calling her a fucking bitch. And then, like, get the fuck over you fucking little bitch or whatever. Like, literally. Literally saying that to, like, a five-year-old. And, like, you know, I'm like, you fucking, you don't fucking deserve to have your fucking kid. If that's your mentality. And, and, like I said, look, trust me. I get stressed the fuck out. And, I, and I'll and i yell. And I'll never call. I would never call my fucking innocent daughter a fucking bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know. Like a, you gotta talk, call a five year old a fuck. Now look, I understand you're frustrated. Even like, even just like, just yelling like, ah, you know, I almost get that. But to like, to like verbally attack your child, you know, you, uh, not you. I'm saying people speak through language. Like, like people, people express their thoughts. What they say 
is is a very clear indicator of how they think. And if she's saying that to a fucking four or five year old child, you know, it shows you where she is in her life, where she sees her own her, her own kid, her, her you know, and 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 you know, there's people who just like you know, you know, like in my own situation, you know, I fought for years trying to get the custody of my daughter. You know, I want the custody, I want the custody, and <clears throat> and unfortunately, you know, the fucking system is so fucking rigged for the mom. That you know, my daughter ended up going with her mom, and, and I don't want to speak. That's say, a whole other. I don't want to speak. That's a whole other conversation day, you know we can have like, on a podcast. You know, I, I want yeah. to go to the judge and say, "Look, can you see that I was right? Can you see that there was a fucking problem in her mother's house?" Yeah. It's <laughs> not worth saying, your I'm, time. I'm just saying, it's, it's like, not worth it. And, gen- and, and once again, not to speak ill of the mother, but I'm saying I'm not. I'm not. I'm not speaking ill of her. I'm just saying is you know the court, you know these courts and these people who shouldn't have their kids. You know, uh, you know, and not that I was, you know, fighting her, you know, they're saying that she could, she shouldn't have had her kid, but obviously there was a fucking problem in that household. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I sit there and I wave my hands and I say there's a fucking problem and, and I get ignored. And thankfully, thankfully, when all is said and done, my daughter wasn't, uh, well, she's emotionally hurt and stuff like that. She lost her mother and shit like that. But like, thankfully, my daughter's not crippled or handicapped or, you know what I'm saying? Because of the horrible things that, not to say horrible, and once again, I, I mean, even even exaggerating but you know my uh, you know from the unstable environment at, at, at you know at, at a parent's house could really really fuck up a kid you know and 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 right you know, and as much as i have you know look i have my own fucking issues or whatever but like the last thing i would do is fucking would hurt my fucking kid you know hurt my child or you know in a way that you know or you know and that's the whole thing is that these people uh, like that woman should not have her kid you know, that, that with the mother of that kid that got, you know, and the kid is, and it's obvious just seeing how a nine year old's acting, you know, is, is, shows that there's a fucking giant fucking red flag in that house. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately the cops didn't handle it. And the whole thing that kills me is that, like, that was in my neighborhood. That was very close to where I live. Um, and, and coincidentally last year, and, and it wasn't, it was not around this time last year, but just about this time because it was still snowing when the cops, uh, when they had the death of Daniel Prude. And once again, another situation where the right. guy needed fucking mental help. And, 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 you know, the cops show up on a scene and it's like, you know, when you, when you call 911, the cops are going to be the first one that shows up. <laughs> they're the ones in the cars. They're, they're the ones ready to go. You know, uh, you right. know, I don't know. You, maybe we should start having these mental health people driving around in cars also or something because. I mean, I mean, for me, it's it's like I said, like if they already have this new mental health uh, department set up, why weren't they sent out for this yeah. this call? You know what I mean? Like, and it, it just for me, it's like you need to be number one. You need to be arresting the mom because the mom obviously caused this to happen. I, I don't know what they would arrest her for if they can. But the point of the matter is, is like how you were saying, like it, it's it's how you talk to your children and it's the example you set for your children. You can't just sit here and be like, F this, F that, get the fuck back here, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't be doing that in front of your kids like that. Like you got to be stern with them and you got to be like, hey, get your ass mm-hmm. back here. That's fine. But like using swear words in that, like, no, like you're setting a bad example. Also, you know, I've seen I've seen kids that they they live with the mom, for example. And this could happen to the, if they live with the dad, but whatever. I'm just using this as an example of something that I know from that I've seen um, where like they this 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 kid was living with his mom and the mom was just very oblivious to number one, his needs but number two, that the way that she treated him made him hate her. 
to the point of where the, at, at the first chance of being out of that situation, he's going to be out of that mm-hmm. situation. Like, because he hates her. And it, it's, it's those kinds of things when I see that, it just makes me sit there and go, like, do you not understand your children? And by the way, if your child is being like that, they're going to give you indications that they're being like mm-hmm. that. They're going to push back on you and they're going to sit there and say to you, oh, well, you know, I should be I should be better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you don't do better for your kid, then your kid's going to be just like you in a bad way. <laughs> and you you don't need that. Like, you don't you, you don't want that for your kid. I mean, especially now, Chris, like these days, like it wasn't like I mean, I was talking about this the other day. Like, it's not like how when we were when we were kids, like, I mean. You know, the price of shit is too high now. Like, for example, you could go get a Whopper for 99 cents half the time. Now it's two Whoppers for $6. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Same thing with, like, if you remember when I was a kid, McDonald's would have, like, I think it was Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday was, I think Tuesdays was cheeseburgers for, or Tuesdays was hamburgers for, like, 30 cents. And Wednesdays was cheeseburgers for 39 cents dude it was a hit everybody was going to fucking mcdonald's mm-hmm. those days like and like so you, you you look at something like you look at like how much the price of things have gone up and the reason i'm relating that to to a kid is because if a kid gets a job now they're gonna go and they're gonna be like fuck you don't you fucking say that to me you don't know me because you're they're going up somebody that has authority and they think well they're being like my parent so i'm gonna tell them to fuck mm-hmm. off too and then they're going to lose their job and they're not going to have any money and they're they're eventually just going to mm-hmm. not have anything. You know, so it's it's just it's one of those things where you have to be a good parent all the way around and set the example and be there for your kid and be there to talk to them and be there to understand them. Yes, you harass them and yes, you 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 joke with them and you make fun of them because that's who you are. You're a father, you mm-hmm. you do that. You make them laugh. But you also have to be serious with them and you also have to set boundaries and the kids and kids will respond to that. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things where I just sit there and I go, you know, you need to be a better parent. And we do need to start looking at that situation, too. Granted, that's not the that's not everything that's going wrong with our society, but we need to start looking in the homes as well. And by the way, when I say looking in the homes, I don't want a police officer to break down a door because he heard a rumor that you were treating your kid like shit. I'm talking about if, if like, for example, a school hears from a kid, my mom or my dad or both are treating me like garbage. I don't know what to do. You should be sending – it should be state mandated that you send somebody there, kind of like DPS, but something, you know, different to go into the home and say, well, what is going on? Because your kid is saying this, and that that person becomes your kid's advocate and says, what are we doing? What do we need to do to change things here? Because he's he or she is unhappy. Mm-hmm. They want to be in a loving environment. What do we need to do to make that happen? If the parents can't be parents, take that child out of the home and put him or her in a home that's loving mm-hmm. and caring. She was trying because, to sink her claws I into mean, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make a light of it, but I see what you're saying. But you know what I mean, like you know what I mean, like it's it's we he's gotta only, look. He's at only everything. gonna stick around if say... I don't have his kid. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, it's we just have to look. That's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we have to, we have to, we have to stop looking at the police singularly and look at everything around it as well, because it's not always the police's fault. Yeah, it's the police that end up coming and having to arrest that teenage or chi- that teenager or that child. But guess what? How did that teenager or child get to that point? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if the parents, if the parents threw them out in the street. That's the parents' fault. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with a gun. If 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 a child takes a gun from a home, it should be the the parents should be in trouble. They should be brought up on charges as well and arrested for their child doing whatever they did with the gun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, it's like okay, like you know. Also, let's not let's stop fucking relying on the police for everything. You know, what I'm saying and and this has nothing to do with defund the police or anything like that. This has to do with more of like you know what. If there was issues in that fucking house, maybe an aunt or an uncle should have fucking stepped in. Maybe somebody should have fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or maybe a neighbor or a friend should have stepped in. Or maybe, you know, you know, uh, someone should have said, you know, that, that woman shouldn't be raising a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to, people have to start, we have to start policing ourselves. We have to start, you know, uh, you know, keeping keeping our own selves in check and keeping our friends in check and keeping our fucking families in check. Because, you know, uh, before this escalates to the point where, you know, this fucking child is running on a street, maybe someone should have fucking intervened beforehand. And a lot of people fucking a lot of people turn a fucking blind eye and all this other shit, you know, it, it, you know, and it's look, you know, look, I, I live in the fucking hood. I got fucking drug dealers across the street from me. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I, you know and I've, I've been very fucking vocal about that but you know you know not that i'm gonna be fucking charles bronson and i'm gonna fucking go and and start cracking skulls across the street because that's not my job but you know it's like uh, you know making sure that shit doesn't get out of fucking hand you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and once again, I can only be in charge of my own home and, and stuff like that. But, you know, you know, I, I have friends and, and I try to keep, you know, I try to keep my friends in check and my friends keep me in check and stuff like that. You know, I'm just saying is that, you know, people have the, the community community needs to police itself and stop worrying. And, and don't get me wrong. Look, a, a big part of an, another part of the problem is, is that. You know, like I want to, and when Daniel Prude got killed, look, I I lived in that neighborhood also. <laughs> like, like everywhere I live, every neighborhood I live, cops kill fucking kill people. Um, you know, it's it, a big chunk of police officers, and let's be real here for a second, are guy white guys who live in the suburbs, and then they go, they join a police academy, and end up sticking them in the fucking hood where they don't want to be, and stuff like that. Um, you know, we need more people from the hood to apply for for the police department. We need we need. Well, that the, but that's but that's part of the problem, Chris. Is these police departments, like down in Texas, when I remember, for example, after that one huge um, mass killing that happened, I, I can't remember which city it was. This was a few years back, but the police chief said, "We need people from the community. We want people to apply from the mm-hmm. community. Please do come apply." And nobody mm-hmm. does, and that's part of the problem. You know, it's it's like you know the Rochester Police Department was talking about. Well, we we want to hire if you if we hire you, you have to live in the city of Rochester. No, people don't want to live in the city. They don't want to go to the city school district because of how crappy it is. You know, like they don't want to have to do these things. So if if you're going to bring people in. Yes, there should be people from the community, but you also have to incentivize these cops to come into the city and do this job because, I mean, look at what's happening, Chris. Like, there's no, there's no fucking, 
you know, there's no, there's like, if, if I wanted to be a police officer right now, mm. I wouldn't because the, the first time that I do something even remotely close to being wrong, I'm going to be in the media and I'm going to be prosecuted without even any, without any, you know, like judgment properly being done. And I could be fired for doing my job mm-hmm. correctly. You see what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't, I give cops a lot of credit and I give them a lot of slack and that, that may sound, that may sound wrong, but you know, it's a hard Mm -hmm. job. We're talking about some of these officers working 50, 60 hours a week and they shouldn't be. And I mean, I don't know about you, Chris, but if I don't get enough sleep, I can't fucking concentrate on shit. Uh, yeah, I, look, you know I, look, I got friends that are cops. I have family that are cops. You know, I have my own background in, in law enforcement. You know, it, it, you know, I'm always going to back the blue. And and that's and look, in no way am I justifying any of the actions of those cops the other day or the cops that that had to deal with Daniel Prude and shit like that. You know, cops are human beings; they make mistakes. And once again, you know, they 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 you know they don't want to deal with fucking mental cases. They don't want to deal with fucking mental issues. You know, saying their job is to arrest crooks. And, but then again, you know, it, it's also you know when you spend all your day, when you spend your whole day. Uh, committing to order, making, bringing, bringing order to chaos. You know, unfortunately, uh, you you get a little out of hand. Of, I mean, you know what they like, what they did with that little girl. You know, they got out of hand and they handcuffed and pepper sprayed a nine-year-old girl. You know, but like, you know, you, but you know, how are you supposed to be a a pussy when you're with the nine-year-old girl, but then be a hard ass when you're dealing with like like legit drug dealers? You know, you it's hard. You can't expect a human being to to go to those extremes in an eight-hour shift. It, it, it's not right and it's not fair and it's not as you know and it's like you know uh, you know and once again you know there and 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 there there is that culture shock of guys who live outside the city who've never been in the city never lived in the city you know who who don't understand you know uh, don't understand ghetto culture and then come into the city and then not know how to fucking deal with people you know and and i mean yeah you learn on the job and stuff like that but you know you know and especially in this day and age where there's a hostility towards police and stuff like that and everybody has their fucking phones out and everybody looking to fucking you know and everyone's looking to you know they want to take your job away from you just because you know you're a fucking cop and you know these people all oh, cops are bastards and all this shit fuck one two and fuck 12 or whatever the fuck they, that means you know um it, you know it's a stressful fucking job but you know if that's the case then fucking police yourselves keep your own fucking block in order you know what i'm saying don't don't let it don't let shit get out yeah. of hand where someone has to fucking call the cops and, and and here's something that I think is very important to say about this, and we probably should move on to the next thing that we're going to talk about. But um, it's interesting because out of this election, we found out that people don't want to rip these police departments apart because they like what's mm-hmm. going on. So a lot of people voted to get rid of Trump, but kept a lot of Republicans because they feel like these Republicans are not going to get rid of the police. And, you know, as, as somebody that has that is a Democrat, but is is more of an independent moderate, I don't want to see the police department ripped apart. What I want to see is I want to see I want to see the police departments get what they need. So that way they're successful. So, for example, why in 2021 we don't have fucking body cameras federally mandated for every single fucking police department in the United States of America still blows my fucking mind. Like. It's it's not just good for the victim, but it's also good for the police officer because guess what? The camera is not does not just doesn't focus like it's not biased. That's what I'm trying to say. It's mm-hmm. not biased. It will tell the truth. It shows you the truth. It shows you what happened. 
And then you, either the police officer's wrong or the victim is wrong. And then guess what? There you go. Like, it blows my that, – that's just an example of something that blows my mind where I'm like, why don't we have that federally mandated? Why aren't there rules like they were talking about during the, the debates? Like, why aren't there federally mandated rules for police departments to follow? Why? Because we're fucking – because we're not doing our jobs. That's why. So we need to do that. We need to outlaw things that just don't make sense. I mean, the guy putting his knee on the back of somebody's neck, you know what I mean? Like – I can't, I can't help you there, dude. You, you fucked mm. up. <laughs> like, you can't do that to some dude. Like, you know. And it's, it's just like we need to get rid of the, the things that shouldn't be happening, but we need to keep the things that are successful. And we need, for God's sakes, to take shit off of these officers' plates that they shouldn't have to be doing. Okay? They should not have to go to mental health like this, this one right here. Mental health situations. There should be somebody to handle that. Yes, there should be an officer with them, but. Obviously, they don't step in unless the mental health person can't handle the situation. And by the way, I hate to say this, but this situation may have ended up the same exact way if there was a mental health person there. And they basically said, look, I'm trying to calm this girl down. She's not coming down. I need you to use a non-lethal thing against her to, to stop her from doing this and take her to the hospital so she can get the help right now. Because she's going to do something. She may kill herself. That may still happen, and people are just going to have to accept it because <clears throat> it's not like this. These officers used lethal force, mm-hmm. you know. I just, I, 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 I just really hope that we go and we get these officers what they, what they truly need. Because at the end of the day, we're just, we're not giving them what they need. I mean, let's take this out of, let's take this out of, um, let's take this out of the black neighborhood. Let's, let's look at the capital for a fucking example. Why the fuck? There wasn't police officers and National Guard at that Capitol during a fucking Trump mm. rally that could have turned that they knew could have turned violent still fucking blows my mind right now. Like that is another situation where you go, why did the police at the Capitol building not even have everything mm. that they need? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 just it's it blows my mind, Chris, that we're not seeing like we're we're just we're just trying to cater to one group and we're not catering to the other and making sure that they have the help that they need. You mm-hmm. know, it's it just blows my fucking mind. But I think we've kind of mined this and long <laughs> enough. All right. This is what happens when we have another podcast in a while. And then, uh, okay, so, all right, a few other things. Okay, uh, the, the other big thing in the news. Okay, so, well, since we were, since our last episode, okay, we had the swearing in of, uh, Joe Biden. Um, we had the, the giant, uh, unstoppable Bernie meme, uh, Bernard, Bernie Sanders wearing the, uh, all the anime ones, man, are oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, straight up animated, uh, Bernie Sanders, like an anime cartoon beginning, um, you know, Rick and Morty. Instead of it being Rick and Morty, it was Rick and Bernie, <laughs> <laughs> or Bernie and or uh, Morty and Bernie yeah. or something. And so, I mean, that was you know, I mean, can't uh, let that pass. I mean, there's nothing. There's really nothing to it. You know, he was, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I love the, you know, just you know, he was sitting there and you know, he's he's obviously, uh, you know, he's very. Like, I mean, Bernie's an outspoken guy. And, and, you know, and from what I understand, Biden is going to put him on his cabinet and, and stuff like that. And, and Bernie's going to do what he can. Uh, you know, the, once again, and I, no, don't, no, Bernie won't be in oh, his I cabinet. Thought, oh, I thought he was going to be in his cabinet. No, they, they agreed that he needed to stay in the, the Senate because of what's going on there. Because if he's, if they take him out, he's going to be screwed. Oh, okay. Um, okay. For, I, for some reason, I thought they were, I thought he was, uh, 
going to be part of the cabinet. So, uh, you know, uh, my point being is that, you know, and, you know, it, it is, you know, to see Bernie there, who was, you know, presidential candidate at one point, uh, you know, sitting there, you know, arms crossed, it, 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 you know, it, you know, look like he could be, he could be bothered, like, 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 like coming out for the day was just irritating to him. And once again, let's not forget that it's fucking January and he's like a 70 year old man in, in like East Coast fucking freezing weather with no hat, you know, yeah, okay, a thick ski jacket and, 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 and well, he, he is the senator well, from Vermont. Well, yeah, but I'm Come just saying now. is that, you know, like, uh, uh, you know the you know he he's sitting there like <laughs> you know like you know I got I, I, there's a million other places I'd rather be than sitting through this uh, inauguration and shit like that. Uh, but I you know I thought it was you know it was pretty funny. Um, you know and and what's and what did Bernie do? He fucking turned around. He took that image. Uh, you know turned it into a charity and I think like he made you know over a million dollars or something. One like point. That. One point eight million yeah. he donated. Over, yeah, almost two million dollars donated as charity over something that you know started out as a joke. But once again, you know, see that's what that's how you handle a situation. You know what I'm saying? Ride that fucking wave while you can, and 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 use it while you can. And and let me tell you, had because you know, I looked it up. You know, they just they didn't make him in fucking five X. You know, if they had him in five X, I I would have fucking I probably would have bought a, a Bernie fucking sweater. Um. But, uh, you know, that's, that's how you handle a situation. You fucking, you laugh in its face and, 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 you know, you make the best of the situation. Um, speaking of, uh, money and, and, and things of that nature, the GameStop stonks controversy. Um, okay. Where to begin with this? Okay. So there are people, did you ever watch the movie The Big Short? Talking about the housing crisis of 2008 or whatever. Uh, yeah. No, I so, haven't you know, watched that. You know, and I watched the Big Short, and it's one of those movies where like, you, like you almost have to pause it and <laughs> like rewind it and watch it again. You know, uh, trying to figure out exactly how certain stocks make their money and and you know where we live in a world where GameStop being an industry being a business that people feel is not going to be around in the next two or three years like you know the next two or three years GameStop will probably uh if, if things were to go the way they were going but let's just say this controversy never happened GameStop would believe to shut down in the next two to three to four years because you know uh you know streaming is becoming more prevalent I mean both the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 have like totally disc free options you know, there's a PlayStation 5 that doesn't even have a disc slot in it. It's meant for you to cons- It's meant for you to download uh, uh, media. You know, you download everything to it. Um, and that bothers me. I'm still an old man. I mean, don't be wrong. Yes, I stream a lot of movies and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I- I'm not of that generation. I like. I still like physical media. I don't like the idea of my media existing in the cloud that PlayStation owns or Sony owns or, or Xbox owns. Because one, what happens if your internet goes down? Two, uh, you know, and I've mentioned this in the past about like there was these there were these people that uh, there was the guy that wrote um, remember that movie Bright that was on Netflix. Um, Max Landis. It was a movie Bright, and it was written by this guy named Max Landis. And Max Landis got into a, a lot of controversy because he was like, you know, he was like me tooed in Hollywood. And there were these people who had his comic book on comic book, you know, on on, on one of the the big comic book, you know, sites that you know they had the digital version. Well, okay, so Max Landis got canceled for the lack of a better term. And then the the the, the comic book company, the the digital people who owned the comic book company, dropped him altogether because he was quote unquote canceled. And I'm not saying they what they did was right or wrong, but then all the people who had that comic, that comic was deleted from their library. 
and and were and were contacted by email saying, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, we, Max Landis has been canceled. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to support him anymore. And so we took this comic book all out of your collection, and uh, you know, okay, you now have a five dollar credit to use towards other comics. Now, love him or hate him, you know, if, if I bought a comic book or if I bought a book, you know, if you bought a if I bought a book by Jeff written by Jeffrey Epstein, let's let's use that, you know, that's my book, and I should be able to do with the, whatever the fuck I want to do with it. When you own something that lives in the fucking cloud, and I'm pretty sure there's some sort of, you know, there's something in the user agreement that says, you know, by using, by signing, saying yes, this user agreement, you agree that we control the content at any given time, we can take it away from you. I don't like that world. I don't, I, I'm an old man. Call me an old man, but I'm still, I don't like the fact that, uh, you know, we're moving to a world where everything's not going to be physical media. Everything's going to be the, on the internet. Everything's going to be in the cloud because they control the cloud. Right now, I, I, you know, I have my DVDs, I have my Blu-rays. If I want to pop in a Blu-ray or DVD at any given fucking moment i can and i could pop it on my playstation you know I, my playstation is my blu-ray player <laughs> which actually that's a lie because if i didn't have internet I, like my place when i first 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 had my playstation and i was having issues with my internet i couldn't even get my playstation to play blu-rays and that makes no sense why does why do i need to go online well, for my fucking blu-ray player to work it makes no keeping keep in keep in mind like here's the other thing too like keep in mind that there are people still playing games on the ps3 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are still people. There's still people playing games on earlier versions of the Xbox. Like my son will play on his PS3, and there'll be people still playing older versions of Call, mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's. Oh yeah, no, there, there, you no, know, there's you know, there's, there's like, still obviously, and that's where that's where GameStop was making its money. It was making its money from um the the second the second market. You know, uh, you know the 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 people trading in games. You know, the people who have that much fucking disposable income. You know, and that's the joke. You know, you come in with the game that w- that you bought yesterday for sixty dollars, and you bring it to GameStop, and oh, we'll give you six dollars credit or something like that. Because then they go and they then they put that back on the shelf and put it for fifty dollars. <laughs> You know, saying, and that's how they—that's how they made their profit. And at, at the very least, you know, you can hate GameStop for what they did, but at least they were honest about it. It's not like they said, "Oh, we're going to give you so much credit." No, they were, and you know, they walk as soon as you walked in the door, they say, "You know, oh yeah, I, I do know you bought this game yesterday for sixty dollars. I'm going to give you six dollars for it now." It's the same thing like when you buy a brand new car. You know, the joke is, you know, the minute you drive that car off the lot, it drops at least fifty percent or something to that effect. You know, so don't shit on GameStop. And trust me, I'm not defending GameStop stop because they have horrible business practices <laughs> what i'm saying is is what they're doing automobile auto dealerships do um you know they but they were existing in the world of it was a secondary market where people turned in their old games uh because you know there's these you know there's there's just there's there's these fucking mutants out there that like you know they have to have the newest 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 games you know uh, you know I, I don't think i don't think i think the last time i traded in games was like 2011 and even then it was because i had like you know, I wanted to get Portal 2, and I didn't have enough money at the time. So, like, you know, I traded in games. You know, like, like I only did it because, like, I, I was, like, financially fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And even then, okay, yes, I, yes I've yes, i sold games on, on eBay. But that's, it wasn't, you know, once again, that was more like a survival thing. But there's people who, like, 
they're 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 so quick to keep up with the fucking Joneses that they go and they you know they'll sell they'll be more than happy to sell the game they bought last week for sixty dollars for six bucks because now there's a brand new game that came out this week and I can't have that old game that came out last week I need the new game that's coming out this week and so GameStop you know GameStop was making a, a nice profit off of those people those fucking fanatics. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we all know that guy. <laughs> it's like you're. It's like you're talking in the press past tense here because, I mean, I'll tell you right now, when I was going to get my son video games for Christmas, like, there were, there were lines at GameStop. I mean, they're well, still, you know, they're was, still raking in there, money. No, when, uh, okay, like the game, my, well, actually not my local GameStop now since I moved a couple months ago, but my old local GameStop, which I still go to, I was there the night the Xbox was going to come out. And well, no, excuse me. It was the night before the Xbox came out, and there were guys sitting outside the store. And the funny thing is that, like, technically, yes, they were being sold at GameStop, but like each GameStop got like two Xboxes, and so those guys already had their pre-order. But they were such, they were so fanatical that they 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 were literally going to stay overnight so they can get it at you know five o'clock in the morning and then go 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 home and play with it. You know, I, you know, like if you know you got the only two in the store, you could you know you could go home and sleep and just wake up at like four thirty. You know, and drive to the store, pick it up, and go home. Um, and I mean that was like a that was like a thing for them. You know, that's that's a thing you do just because you're with your friends and you're stupid. Um, but you know, yeah, no, I do understand that that that, that you know GameStop for the most part still had a couple more years to go. You know, once again, look, I'm such an old man, you know, I, I, you know, I, I want physical media to still be around. Okay. But, you know, all right, back to the, you know, the longer story, you know, there was these hedge funds guys who hedge, they're hedging their bets. They're, they're betting against GameStop. And it's so weird to think that we live in a world where you could literally go on a stock market and bet for a company's demise. Now, with that being said, when you incentivize the idea of letting a company go under for your benefit, <laughs> you're going to do everything you can to help that company go under. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I can't believe we live in a world where, you know, something like that happens. It's such a vulture, like, and, and, you know, and I guess that's what capitalism is, you know, make any, make money any way possibly you can. Um, but, you know, so what happened was, is, you know, then there was the, the Reddit subgroup, uh, Wall Street, bets and it was all about guys you know just trying to you know uh, you know uh, guys you know sharing stuff stock information and stuff like that it's the internet and you know they had for i mean and let's be real they, they had conspired let's all buy so many shares of gamestop that it will undo the effects of the hedge fund bet it'll 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 put the hedge fund bet it would put the hedge fund in jeopardy because there's this all of a sudden there's this mysterious fucking surge of people buying a stock that people were expecting for a company to die in the next couple of years and then uh you know hold the line because the guy has to buy the stock back at a certain price and and look and the guy is obviously a billionaire the the uh Morton Holdings or whatever the name of the company was and you know they they had to pay back and there were people who made you know when you bought stock at 17 bucks and then sold it at 400 something dollars. It was guys paying, you know, like one kid paid off his fucking student loans. You know, a couple of guys did like nice things, like, you know, they went to the GameStop and they bought like, you know, a hundred Nintendo Switches and donated it to like a children's hospital and stuff like that. But you know, uh, you know, a lot of people came out very lovely with a situation like that. Now, that being said, now, let me just sit here for a second. I'm not, let's play devil's advocate or whatever you want to say. What they did was manipulate the fucking stock price. <laughs> 
that was a conspiracy and 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 for all intents and purposes a very illegal activity what they did now that being said what's not to say that the hedge fund people aren't doing the exact same thing you know uh you know hedge fund people except you know they're dealing with bigger numbers um you know, uh, uh, betting against the company, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of you're 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 putting the death knell on them. You're 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 kind of isolated. You know, it's it's taking taking that sick dog and you know putting it outside and letting it die in the fucking cold instead of dying in your house. You know, uh, these people sort of accelerated the process. So you know, yes, what what the redditors did, in in my opinion, was extremely manipulative and and illegal. But is it is it any different than what people on Wall Street do every day? You know, this this was just out in yeah. the open. <laughs> this was well. Uh, I was gonna say like I don't I don't think it's illegal because. I mean, people all the time probably go up on social media and say, hey, you need to buy insert stock, you know, and nobody does it. So, I mean, while I get that, yeah, people decided for once to just go and buy a shitload of stock and elevate a company's stock to a price that it shouldn't have been, um, you know, that's, it's that's conspiracy it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, a kid. What was it like a kid that's had GameStop GameStop stock like all this time? What I think he made like a couple grand off of off of this. Yeah, there, so yeah, the, the people. I mean, obviously, anybody who had the stock before last week, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you know, any any you know, if you had stock before you know before 2021, okay, then you were probably a legit holder. But you know, for that one day, and it was like a meme. It was very much a very like how a meme, the, how like the Bernie meme spread. Everyone decided, okay, all, everyone right. on this page, let's buy fucking GameStop stock, or as they called stunks. Um, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, then everyone was using the Robinhood app, and the whole thing is, you know, I, you know, I listen to a million podcasts and shit like that. Robinhood has been advertising on podcasts for at least the past two years, and Robinhood was always, you know, you know, hey, you know, take your fucking pocket change and use that money to invest. You know, you know, if you're gonna spend twenty dollars, you know, buying fucking fast food, why don't you take the twenty dollars invest in the stock market? And yes, you know, they, I hate these people that are like, oh, but what Robinhood is doing is, is they're taking your information and they're selling it to, you know, yeah. If you're on Facebook or Twitter or, or any kind of fucking social media, we live in a world where yes, everything you do is being monitored, is being recorded, is being, uh, uh, uh um, uh, collated <laughs> and and flipped back around yeah. uh, to be used, uh, maybe not used against you, but used for informational purposes. You are part of an algorithm, especially in the fact that the service is quote unquote free. Robinhood is free. I mean, it, it's it's not free because they take a chunk of change when you cash out, but you know, for for you to to, to walk in off the street and say, here's you know, here's a hundred dollars, I want to invest in something, and they just automatically do it uh, before uh, before all this controversy. Um, yeah, you know, every every Everything you do, when you go to the fucking, when you go to the fucking store and they ask to, to scan your shopper's card, do you ever, are you part of our shopper's program? What do you think that shopper's card is doing? It's collecting all the fucking data on all the purchases you made in that fucking purchase. They know, they know you went to the yep. store on Tuesday. They know you went to the store on Saturday. They know on Tuesday you bought deodorant. On Saturday you bought condoms. You know, they know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> on Tuesday you got the date with the girl and on Saturday you fucked her because you bought condoms. They, they, you know, uh, they know that you paid 
with you know younger people pay with debit cards older people pay with cash you know saying oh this guy has to be if he's paying with cash he's got to be over 50 you know saying they 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 build these fucking so like these people like like it's a big conspiracy that that robin hood is collecting your data no shit if you're on fucking facebook you're on instagram you're on fucking twitter people are collecting your fucking data um you know and then okay then the big backlash happened and 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 robin hood started restricting the buys after you know the after those days where there were all the stocks went ridiculous robin hood fucking said everyone knows you can no longer buy stop you know and i made a post about this it's like and then people started getting mad at robin oh you could just just two or three weeks ago we were arguing about how twitter uh said you know twitter has all the right they can they're not a you know to block donald trump well Robin, and once again, you know, and what, uh, keep in mind, I'm rooting for the Redditors. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I may be speaking against them and calling them conspirators and saying that they shouldn't be making money or whatever. I'm rooting for the, li- I'm rooting for the little guy. I'm, I'm happy that they fucking made a, a hedge stock go fucking, you know, bankrupt or whatever, or, you know, they, you know, uh, you know, using the, the rules of Wall Street and how Wall Street turned into a little crying bitch the minute, you know, the minute they start losing money to people who weren't, you know, when you're outside of their little boys club, you know, I'm glad they lost the money because, you know, they, hey, look, you you you're if you have a billion dollars to invest in a business you can afford to lose money um so uh you know i i i'm rooting for the little guys i'm what's but i'm playing devil's advocate by saying you know if robin hood the app itself decides no you can no longer sell stocks and you can no longer buy stocks on this site they can do that the same way we said if twitter wants to kick off trump that's their right to do so you can get mad and stomp your feet but they're not breaking the fucking law and uh you know but you know my point being is that you know i'm glad the redditors did what they did and you know what now and where do all these redditors guys in their 20s guys in their 30s guys in their 40s our generation nobody raised us to learn about fucking stocks i mean we all we all had that nope. one friend that was really good with finances who might have gotten into the, gotten into the stock market and shit like that you know or you know i have i have friends that like literally went to fucking wall street when i was you know when i was in my 20s i had friends that like were you know watch they watched the movie boiler room one so many times they wanted to be or they watched the wolf of wall street and they wanted to go into the stock market you know or 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 or, or just the movie wall street yeah <laughs> Michael Douglas, you know, uh, you know, I know people like that, and and they went into it, and and you know, they live a good life and stuff like that. But now, hundreds or thousands of people have now opened. This is like a gateway drug on, into the stock market. I, you know, the one less. I guess. Well, I guess one bright side of this is that now that there's people. <laughs> really looking at the stock market and it's and also shining a big uh, spotlight on the fact that there are the fact that shit like hedge funds even exist that there's companies out there who 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 bet against other companies so they can fail so they could pick the fucking bones of the company you know or, or in the 80s like the hostile takeovers and shit like that you know and and stuff like that so i don't know did you want to say uh i mean i'm i'm just i'm kind of looking forward to um i i don't i don't see gamestop getting uh uh-huh. going anywhere yet um I, they have started downsizing a lot so i mean i mean you you know rochester has like 50 of yeah. them basically so they've been slowly getting rid of the ones that aren't doing any business yeah. so um i think that'll help them um i mean i understand what you were talking about before but uh and, and as far as robin hood goes like first of all fuck you for not sponsoring <laughs> this uh second of all um it, it annoys me that I, I understand that they may have the right to stop mm-hmm. doing that, but 
you're basically saying that you're not allowed to, to purchase any stock by doing that. Well, you I mean, they I mean? shut they shut off like so, the ones that were getting all the attention, and I guess we'll go in a second about AMC, but you know, AMC, Nokia, GameStop, um, Blockbuster. Blockbuster. You know, they had said they they had had they had put up a certain list of now. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you this. Like, okay, so <laughs> if if Blockbuster, which miraculously is still that stock is still available to purchase, which I I don't understand why that is, but whatever. Um, if if you're seeing a stock like that getting purchased, okay, stop that one. But for you to go, oh, we're not gonna we're gonna shut down GameStop and uh, AMC and all these other things from letting you purchase. Um, you're kind of defeating the purpose of your app. And you know he just you know I didn't watch the interview that he did with Chris Cromo, the CEO of Robinhood, but. He really didn't have like a good reason for why they did it. It was just oh, we just shut it down because it was doing so well. That's not a good well, enough no, reason. Well, no, they shut it down because <laughs> like they're they're owned by uh, you know the, the 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 they're owned by the company that got fucked <laughs> basically, yeah. Melvin or whatever Mervin Melvin whatever the hell you know that's their daddy <laughs> and so that's sort of that's why they did it because they were the you know they 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 you know it's like if you sold you know if you sold the gun to the guy who killed your father <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I'm, you know they're like oh I can't sell guns anymore yeah it's because it's it's because that that's why you know they 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 got spanked but it's once again it's not really you can't get mad at them it's not their fault you know and once in like they it's there if they wanted to restrict the app they're more than that's that's they could do whatever the fuck they want and i'm pretty sure they put it and well, there's, there's that there's other apps you know, there, out there, there too. i mean i'm saying is there's that language in, in every fucking user agreement you know as soon as you sign that user agreement you give away all your, all your rights where, where that says you know we can we can change the rules mid fucking stream if we want you know i mean it's it's it, it, it is it immoral yes not illegal you know but go on i'm sorry <laughs> No, no, no. I, I was gonna say, like, you know, um, you know, I, I'm trying. Like, I, I would say, like, how do I put this? I don't think that it's we should be restricting people. We should be restricting that kind of thing because then it exposes the other side of it, where it goes, <clears throat> okay, the stock people can go and do this, but this app that people are using to purchase the stock can't. You see what I'm saying? Like you, you can't do one and then not do the other. And I think that's where a lot of the bullshit comes from. Is it's like if you're going to allow the one thing, then you should be allowing the other. But it's like so. it's like okay, like a company like let's I mean you know let's it's another it's a horrible fucking company. I hate them. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A's closed on Sundays because their beliefs right. or whatever they don't want to you know irreligious religion, like yes. that you know and, and and you know let's just say a one day KFC did really good you know you can't make Chick Fil A like oh you should open up on you should open up on 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 Sundays because look at all the money KFC made you can't force them it's they could do what the fuck they want to do you know what I'm saying like you know it's uh-huh. if they want they don't have to be open on Sundays and 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 well and and Robin so, Hood doesn't have to you know yes up to that point they were letting you you know you had, as long as you had money on their account, you could do as, whatever the fuck you wanted to it. Yep. But but not to interrupt you, but this, the problem with that with that analogy is with that using that example is Chick Fil A has always been closing on a Sunday since they began. Oh, okay. Robin Hood has has never restricted anything oh, yeah. until don't, don't now. Yeah, I mean, and it's probably not problem. a good business practice to fucking to to, to spank no, all your fucking all no. your all your customers. And and now and now now the question is is are you going to restrict everything going forward when something like this happens? Because if you're not then you just then 
and don't get me wrong, I'm sure the government's already looking at them for this anyways, but then the question comes, well, are you illegal? Are you doing something illegal? So, you know, I mean, honestly, Chris, like if they had, if this was something that they were doing all along, I would be with you, but they're not. Yeah. They haven't been. So, but, but I mean, they're not, they don't, you know, they can do whatever, the, you know, I mean, they can do whatever yeah, the fuck they, they want, you know. but you can't, you can't just sit there and go, well, this stock is doing really well, and yeah, like these redditors are saying things. So we're just going to shut this down. I don't recall anybody outside of Robinhood shutting down these stocks. Yeah. I was just saying, Robinhood. Robinhood was the one you know that made themselves the, the most success, accessible. And 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 you know, and once again, I've I've heard them advertised on podcasts for the past like two years at the very least. Because way before all this shit happened, I'd always said to myself, "Man, I want to I want to get into that." And you know, now I'm kicking myself enough for not <laughs> for not be getting into it. You know, but then again, I, probably, I I'm not on I, like I'm on Reddit, but I'm not I'm not on Wall Street bets or whatever. And by the way, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if I were to go and throw money at a stock that's doing that kind of thing, I would rather have like a um, a stock agent. What what is it? It's not a stock agent. I don't know what it's called. Financial um, advisor. <laughs> base, yeah, financial advisor. Whatever. I would rather have them be there trading, and then you know, okay, throw a bunch of money at GameStop. Once you start to see that price go down, I need you to pull it. So that way I don't lose a lot. I don't lose money. Like that's what you need. So and I, and I probably think that's why Robinhood stopped it because they didn't want to. They didn't want to get a lot of lawsuits. But it, it you know again like if you're going to restrict one stock, you got to do it all. And by the way, the fact that you did it and nobody else didn't is a problem. So. Yeah, like I said, I believe I believe their parent company was the company that got screwed out of that money, which is why Probably. they did it. And the whole thing is, yep. and, and let's be real, you know what's going to happen? Maybe in a couple months down the line, they'll do another one of these things, and it's not going to be GameStop and AMC, and it'll be, you know, it'll be some other, you know, what other fucking business is going out of fucking, you know, it'll be newspapers or some shit like, you know, it'll, you know, the mag a magazine company or something. It'll be, you know, some business that's that, you know, some company because you know part of the reason they did this, and 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 once again, it, it wasn't like these redditors were doing this for the love of GameStop or for the for the, like, you know, because I know there's this, and I, I had put that in a meme that you know they're trying to help GameStop and and uh, once again they weren't doing this as, as all altruism they weren't doing this as oh, oh GameStop is doing bad let's go help them they did it because they saw that they saw the vultures short uh, shorting GameStop <laughs> they're like oh these assholes yeah. uh, are, are putting big money saying that GameStop is going to fail so let's you know you know they chose GameStop because GameStop was that limping fucking <laughs> was that limping gazelle <laughs> you know before the tiger showed up uh, and they were like hey let's help this gazelle uh, you know get up and running again and, and starve the fucking tigers because starving the tigers will make us money you know so uh, you know it, 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 you know so what's going to happen in another couple months they're going to do it again it won't be as success as successful as the GameStop one, but you know it'll be you know they're gonna say oh let's go save I don't know whatever the fuck's going out of business you know you know and and they'll save and then you know then the, then the companies will react and maybe they'll do it a third time and then you know this type of fucking activities you know they're never gonna see it again you know because because once again you know if you coordinate something like that technically it's like you know it's you know it's, it's conspiracy <laughs> it really is and you know if 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 they really wanted to go after the guys who were like 
you know, you know, and, and you know, it reminds me of the fucking raid on the Capitol. <laughs> you know, saying this is stuff that happened. It was coordinated online. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that are logging every fucking entry and, and keeping track of everything. So even if it gets deleted on the actual server, it was recorded as soon as someone wrote it down. And you know, and if because you know, and they're like, oh, you know, Joe Smith was behind the whole thing, then you could charge Joe Smith with fucking cons- conspiracy <laughs> because you know this was conspiracy to 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 defraud a hedge fund or whatever the case may be. Not defraud. Maybe defraud is not the right word, but you know to manipulate the market you know and you're not supposed to manipulate the market that's you know that's it's it's supposed to have it's supposed to be what happens naturally but then again betting a, betting for a company to die that's on its way to dying and you're a billion dollar company you're sort of <laughs> manipulating the market also just by your fucking presence in the room so I don't know. That's that's my uh, my two cents on it. Um, I know the 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 big joke is supposed to be like this dog coin, dog or Doge coin. It was like a cryptocurrency. Um, you know that people are like. I think that's going to be the next one to blow up from what I'm hearing on the internet. You know, like a like a Bitcoin or whatever. And the whole thing is that like a lot of people when and it, it was around the time that the GameStop thing where people were doing it. It started at eight cents, but so many people put money on it that it's now down to three cents. You know, and but you know, I guess you know we'll we'll you know we'll see if the you know the predictions of the the the, the dog coin, Doge coin is supposed to be the next thing that's supposed to hop up, and that and once again they may and then after a while, bit you know then Robinhood would say you can't buy dog coin or Doge coin anymore, or you know you're gonna restrict that you know when it goes up a billion dollars. And then, you know, then, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know, and, and once again, this, this will happen maybe two or three more times, you know, and then, you know, then, uh, Robin Hood's going to say no more, no mas. Um, all right. Uh, let me see. Before we go to break, let's see what else we have. Uh, Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl again. I don't like him, but shit. I hate that cocksucking motherfucker, but I'm, I'm, you know, hey, he's going to the Super Bowl. Um, uh, where's my $1,400? <laughs> Biden was your man. I mean, you know, I look, I supported Biden after Bernie dropped out. Where's my fucking $1,400, Paul? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking invest in GameStop and get my fourteen hundred. Talk to the Republicans get on that get one. Get my fourteen hundred dollars back out of the. And I saw that as a as a meme where it's like, oh, you couldn't get your, uh, you know, uh, you couldn't get your, you know, you still got your six hundred dollars and waiting for the other fourteen hundred. You know, we just took it from a hedge fund. You yep. know, modern problems call call for modern solutions. Uh, where the fuck is my money, Paul? Um, I had. Well, it's coming. <laughs> I mean, we we all know it's gonna happen. It's just when is yeah. it gonna happen? Uh. I had I okay it was someone that shared a meme not a meme it was a post on Twitter and it was like girls post the most petty reason you've ever dumped a guy or like you know like I Oh, I didn't yeah. see this. It was like post the most petty re- or like you know after the first date or whatever. You know the most re- the most petty reasons for you to to have not push, pull a guy out of your life. And and there was some funny ones. You know, guy picked his nose on the first date or you know uh, the guy you know the, the guy said oh you have to earn my respect or something like that. You know just so you say some shit like that on a first date. You know you kind of you're kind of asking for no second date. Well, okay, two of the girls, two separate girls and and not related said. The guy had a nicer or bigger ass than me, and that's why the guy never got a second date. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and and then, dude, I swear to God, the next day after I saw that meme, I was watching this movie. Now it's it's on Netflix, and it's not the 40 year old virgin, not not the movie with Steve Carell. It's a movie called The 40 year old Virgin, and it came out in 2020, and it's a it's an independent movie, and 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 you know, and it's sort of you know, it's it's a movie, you know, it's a, it's a, a black actor it's a it's a black movie let's 
<laughs> I guess it'll be the, the quickest way to say it. And and this girl was doing, and the girl's sort of doing this like uh, beat poem sort of thing, and da da da. And 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 then she makes a crack about how you know she doesn't want to be with a guy that has a nicer ass than her. And like I can't believe that this is a thing. Now, obviously, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there who are not into fucking, they are not that fucking petty. But I never thought, I never thought that would be a thing where a girl could be jealous of a guy's ass. And then and jealous to the point where you would break up with him? Like, you wouldn't even give him a second date because something that he has no fucking control over? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess, I guess some guys, some exercise. But guys don't go for the nice ass or the big ass. Like, guys don't do squats. and You know, that's something ladies do. <laughs> guys don't generally care about their ass. Or, if, you know, if, you know, they just, maybe they don't, okay, guys don't want a flat ass or whatever the case may be. But guys don't work on their ass the way girls do. And for a girl to get jealous of a guy to the point, yeah, and I I've seen girls the, like okay on on the flip side I've seen and I've had girls compliment me on my eyelashes. Oh, your eyelashes are so nice, and you know why? Because I never touched them in my life. <laughs> I've never plucked them. I've never added mascara to them. I've never, you know, they do the thing where they fluff it up and stuff like that. Yeah, my eyelashes look good because I never fucked with them. You spend your whole life fucking with your eyelashes, and they fall out of your fucking head because you've been fucked with them since you were 13 years old. You know, so you know, or girls, you know, I like, oh, you have such nice eyes, whatever. Well, I look, I have no control over my eyes, but like, you know, I you never heard a girl saying like, I'm gonna break up with a guy because he has nice eyes. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. You know, it's so weird that the coincidence of like it was two girls in that one post and then the thing in the movie the next day. Whereas, like, I can't believe that's a thing. And how fucking petty are you as a person to break up with a guy? And you would think you. you and I thought ladies like I mean ladies like a guy with a nice ass. I mean right like like when uh what was his name uh boy George not boy George uh. <sighs> I want to have faith, faith, faith. I mean, he was gay. Uh, he was yeah. gay, but I'm saying, like, you know, he shook his ass in the video, and the girls liked it. You know, you'd think you'd want a guy with a nice ass. <laughs> and not, not me. I have a flat ass. But I'm just saying, is, uh, you know, I can't believe you're that fucking petty and that insecure uh, that you would dump a guy uh, for having a nice slash fat ass. Now, if he's fat because he has a fat ass because he's fat, okay, I'm fine. You know, you hate him because he's a fat fuck, then okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to say to that. I I, I don't. I just yeah. <laughs> And then two more things before we go to break. Um there is an it's an hour and a half long and you have to look for it, but uh there's sort of uh, there's there's a whole re- recount by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez about the uh about being in the capital during the raid, during the during the the attempted coup. And it's, it's really fucking, like, you know, if you give a shit about anything like that, I say look it up if you haven't seen it already. And once again, it's an hour and a half. I mean, they, 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 she talks about the actual attack itself for about 10 minutes. And so I saw that clip originally, but then I saw there was a chance to see the whole thing. And she, she's doing an Instagram live. So, um, it, it's harrowing how, you know, she's telling the story. Now, in the story, it gets a little convoluted because she's talking about how a guy came to her office saying where is she where is she but then it turned out it was a cop and then you know once again earlier we were talking about you know people of a certain community don't trust police and stuff like that um you know how she felt you know she also felt that she didn't know if she can trust the cop you know considering all the crazy shit that's going on and and let's be real here cops in my in my experience even living dealing in law enforcement the cops tend to be more republican than democrat um you know, what if she was worried that what if it was indeed a cop, but working for the wrong side, you know, using his using his uh, his authority to get to her office and stuff like that. Um, you know, him coming, you know, coming to her office looking for her while she was like hiding and stuff like that. And once again, you know, I'm, I know once again, I back the blue, so I'm not going to that part. I'm sort of like 
I'm not talking about that, but you know, she was, you know, she tells her story and it's so weird because, you know, you know, these, these guys raided the building and it's not like, AOC could fucking hide in the crowd. <laughs> she sticks out. She's a pretty attractive brown skinned woman. And so, uh, you know, had those guys seen her, I mean, shit, they raided fucking Nancy Pelosi's office. You know, had, had, had the fucking guys seen her in the hallway, even if she was trying to escape or whatever, like, she would have been fucking murdered right in the, in those halls. And so it, it is a kind of a terrifying story when you think about it. You know, I'm assuming she's telling the truth. I mean, you know, of course everybody exaggerates a little bit when they tell a story or whatever. And of course we're also, we're only hearing it from her point of view. So she might be, uh, making things a little more harrowing than they actually were. But, you know, I mean, let's be real here. You know, every other fucking senator, you know, you could put a hundred people in the room, and if I told you to stick, pick out the senator, you couldn't point, pick him out. But if, you know, Alex, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was in that room, you could find her in a heartbeat. <laughs> she sticks out from, from that crowd of, like, old white people who are fucking representatives and congressmen. And she's, you know, she has a famous face, and had anybody from that those people that raided the capitol seen her they would have she would have been murdered you know what i'm saying i mean that's you know if people are murdering co- fucking cops for christ's sakes um you know she would have been she would have had a huge target on her back and uh my last thing before we go to break uh the impeachment was officially greenlit because we we that was the, it was still sort of up in the air uh last time so they are going through with it uh you know and the republicans keep talking about oh let's let's move on let's move on now meanwhile fucking you know benghazi was you know fucking hillary clinton was on the fucking stand for like 11 hours or talking about benghazi and shit like that uh you know more people died in the in the coup attempt than died in benghazi and you know worried about the hillary's emails and you know here's a, a literal fucking coup uh, against the the United States government and like you know these Republicans are like oh let's move on let's move on because Republicans don't want to piss off their fucking their 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 constituency because white supremacists don't vote Democratic <laughs> white supremacists when they do vote they tend to vote Republican and these these Republican cowards are there they 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 know that white supremacy is wrong especially I mean I mean there's I'm pretty sure there's a couple of them that actually believe in white supremacy and believe all the fucking rhetoric but I'm saying there are people that are scared to speak out against white supremacy because they know white supremacists are their fucking demographic white supremacists are are, are the people who who vote for them even though they may not agree with white supremacy you know you got to make a lot of fucking strange bedfellows when you're in politics politics and they're scared to speak out against white supremacists because white supremacists tend to vote republican and it's fucking disgusting uh you want to do anything before we go to break paul oh sorry i was (laughs) muted yes uh no i'm 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 good i mean i i don't think we should be (sighs) people are stupid impeachment just doesn't i love the excuses that's why i'm just like i i I can't speak because it's just like this guy was impeached before the before january uh, before january mm-hmm. 20th so the impeachment started the whole process started when he was still mm-hmm. president yes he may not be president now but the point of the impeachment is not to is not because um he's currently president it's because they want to prevent him from being in office yeah. ever again and guess what that's what they need to yeah. do so uh, you know it, it's it's just one of those things where you know there's Republicans just sitting there going, we really need to get this fucker mm-hmm. out of here. Um, and, you know, it, it is what it is. So yeah. hopefully hopefully they make yeah, something happen. Because, you know, and I was watching a thing on the news. It's like, you know, shit. I know it might have been. No, yeah, it was it was AOC who said it. She was like, you know, 
a lot of these people are, are don't want to speak out against Donald Trump because they want to get his demographic. Like, they, okay, let's just say he gets impeached. These people want to collect his followers and say, okay, look, Donald Trump can't come back, but if you vote for me, if you come for me, you know, uh, you know, I will, I'll do all the shit Donald Trump said he was going to do, and and I'll be the. And AOC said this, and, and I agree with her. Donald Trump is like a cult leader. He's a, the, you know, the like that song, cult of personality. He's a cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Those people like Trump. And so they're not gonna ex- they're not gonna switch over to the next person that says oh I'm gonna be like Trump. Those people want Trump. <laughs> and and but it's so sad that there's people who are sitting there sitting on their hands because they don't want to speak out against Trump because they're hoping to get that wild fucking fanatical fan base of his, you know, the cult like fan base to vote for them so they can stay in office and they can make the deals that they can make to fucking make them keep making themselves rich and shit like that. Um. But I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept Little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be a How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year. On sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul. Uh, for, I had such a fucking clusterfuck before we started this podcast. One, I have a toothache. I mean, right now I'm on ibuprofen. I have a toothache that is so fucking bad that I that if I if I take a life in the next couple days, I'm gonna be totally justified to the fucking pain. And it's one of those deals. Now, mind you, I take care of my teeth. I may be a fat fuck, 
but I take care of my teeth. I brush. I floss damn near every day. Um, you know, because I, I have those little like little tooth flosser things, the little things that they have a pick on one end, a little and a little bit of floss. You know, I keep those by my computer. You know, I floss every day. I take care of my teeth, and then what kills me is I stress my daughter all the time that she needs to take care of her teeth, and I have a toothache that I don't know where the fuck it's come from. I mean, yeah, I eat sweets and stuff like that. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's the top of my tooth rotting or something. It's like it's like under the jaw. It's under the gum, and it's fucking killing me. And and it's and it gives me a pain that like I'm liable to fucking take a life uh, with the fucking pain that I'm in. And once again, I'm on ibuprofen right now, and and luckily it's been taken care of. And I've been gargling. It's it's only been there been here for the past like two three days. But you know I, I'm I'm doing the whole Listerine thing, and I'm taking ibuprofen, and I'm hoping it'll go away. But and then you know getting here, then the, the police had my fucking street locked down right before we started recording because uh, whatever you know whatever wonderful activities that go on on my block um uh then i couldn't get the microphone to work i couldn't get the wire to work you know we started this podcast late so uh we're gonna we're gonna close it up soon but i kind of wanted to quick fire uh the nerdy news before we uh called it a night because you know since we don't do these podcasts uh you know a lot of stuff falls through the cracks and uh you know we need this stuff for posterity you know this podcast will be going on four years in about in another month and a half um or two months or whatever yeah no two months yeah just two months uh we'll be hitting our nine-year anniversary uh wandavision (laughs) first and foremost i'm loving wandavision um you know this show is, you know, it, it, you know, Disney is doing the right thing. Like, you know, WandaVision very much reminds me of The Mandalorian. I mean, at least like with the Disney shows, like we know, we knew out the gate there's going to be WandaVision. There's going to be, um, uh, what's his, uh, um, Winter Soldier on Falcon. And we know there was going to be Loki. And so, you know, and and they all kind of have their own thing. You know, uh, WandaVision was supposed to be the goofy, uh, you know, uh, sitcom style show. Uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be the action, uh, you know, the action, uh, you know, punch people in the face and fly around stuff show, you know, lasers and, and, and shit like that, lasers and punching. And, uh, you know, and Loki's going to be the sort of like weird, mysterious organization that monitors like time paradoxes and stuff like that since Loki's been throughout the universe and, 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 and altered timelines and shit like that. So, you know, and, and so Loki's show is going to be a little more of a sci-fi based, uh, you know, weird alternate timelines, alternate universes sort of shows. So, you know, three different shows, three different kind of genres going on there. And, uh, the way WandaVision has been going, I love it. You know, I guess there's people who are watching it who aren't into the movies as much as I am, and they're bored. These people are like, oh, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. And the people, eh, I don't get it. What's going on? And it's like, assholes. You know, I'm saying these, you know, these, these people who are in a world, yes, obviously the world is fake or it's made up. It's, it's either a spell or some sort of weird fucking matrix program or some sort of, you know, and, you know, then there's these people on the outside trying to get in, trying to reach Wanda and stuff like that. Now, of course, we all, well, I mean, well, at least maybe the diehard nerds know where it's kind of going to go from here. Um, but even then, I would still be intrigued because if you had people... You know, if you told me hey, there's a there's this show about two people that are stuck in this weird world where it resembles 1950s sitcoms, uh, but they're here in today's world. 
but you know there, there there's this false reality and, and everyone's convinced and and you know and, and there's a whole conspiracy about the people who live in that town and you know they don't, we don't know if they're there by by choice or by force you know if they're being if they're part of the matrix program also you know and then there's this outside government agency trying to get in that would intrigue the fuck out of me i you know and it's so funny that you know marvel obviously i'm a marvel fanboy when it comes to the movies and shit like that and now now the cinematic is because look i tried to get into agents of shield i tried to get into daredevil daredevil was okay the first season punisher was okay i never got i never watched jessica jones i never watched luke cage i never watched iron fist i never watched the defenders i tried to watch agents of shield you know uh, agent carter was okay you know agents of shield you know maybe had two or three good episodes each season and the rest was all fucking fluff and filler you know in a world where you know these movies are supposed to be connected to the the you know the MCU you know you know and then they're fighting fucking you know guys in football helmets and shit you know guys guys in motorcycle helmets and shit like that so um so uh you know uh, Marvel TV shows up to this point, up until WandaVision, have been a little lackluster. You know what I'm saying? And then there's the ones that are like way out, you know, there's ones on, on like FX. There's the one that's like, it's like the son of Dot uh, Professor X. I forgot the name of that show. And there's a couple other ones, you know, you know, Hawk and, not Hawk and Dove. Um, I forgot the name of the, uh, Dagger, Cloak and Dagger or something like that. There's these shows that are somewhat related, even though they're not related. So, uh, you know, you know the you know they weren't good and now disney has finally stepped up and like the show like the mandalorian they're stepping up and they're and and it's funny they were so smart to get these shows out now because now we're in the middle of the fucking pandemic and you know we got nothing but time and energy uh to watch these movies and stuff like that and you know the way the rumors are going around wandavision and stuff like that um you know this is going to be the door that opens to bringing in the x-men bringing in the, the fantastic four uh you know for the light well once you bring in the x-men you can bring in deadpool and it has been confirmed that there is going to be an r-rated deadpool movie under the disney banner which is fucking fantastic so um you know i just like what they're doing with the show to be honest with you, i mean am i gonna watch falcon and winter soldier absolutely but i can give two shits about that am i gonna watch loki yeah i can, I can watch you know wandavision was a show i was waiting for and i'm loving every second of it and we're only four episodes in and there's already references to you know the snap and 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 you know then there's you know the mystery of you know just wanda and her powers and you know people who follow the comics you know you know in the comics she got rid of all the mutants you know the, the scarlet witch has so much power that and you know there's a comic where she said no more mutants and erased every mutant from existence and so uh we have a feeling that she's going to do the reverse of that where she's probably going to bring mutants into uh the universe uh you know there these shows you know there's still you know rumors right there they're going to bring in a big time player somebody from the movies or something is going to be part of the show before the season is over and so they're teasing that people are saying people are thinking it's going to be dr strange i think that's a little too on the nose because she's going to be involved in the next dr strange movie i mean maybe like in the post credits at the end of last episode they'll have dr strange but there's supposed to be another major player who's been in the movies that's going to bring us all like make us all go wow or whatever um so I, I love WandaVision. I think it's super good. And uh, if you haven't watched it yet, if I spoiled enough for you, you know, I, and I don't think I've spoiled too much, but um, I would say give it a watch. It's certainly, you know, if you like the Mandalorian, it's the Mandalorian of the Marvel shows, you know. And then look, and then the Mandalorian, look right here at the end of season two, they announced fifty thousand fucking <laughs> Disney Plus is gonna have fucking like thirteen new fucking Star Wars shows in the next couple of years. You know, hopefully some of them are good. You know, let's let's be real, some of them are probably gonna fucking suck. You know, but I'm 
I mean, I'm looking forward to the Boba Fett show. I'm looking forward to the Ashoka show. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Obi Wan Kenobi show. You know, I could give a, I could give two shits about the Bad Batch clone troopers. You know, like clone troopers, but the, you know they were the Bad Batch. Who gives a shit about that? Um, once again, but once again, watch WandaVision. It's fucking good. You know, and then you know, of course, let's keep in mind from the comics that Wanda's dad is Magneto. So you know, if if, if they're gonna use this show to kind of bring in the X Men, you know. That would be an awesome, like, first mutant that comes over, you know, and she looks over. I mean, if there is, if Disney has decided on who's going to be the next Magneto, um, you know, it would be interesting to, you know, have that character, someone, you know, we don't know, and then she goes, Dad, and then that guy ends up being Magneto in the next fucking 20 fucking X-Men movies, you know, that would be great. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, but it'd be great if it did. Um, okay. Resident Evil 8, The Village. And if we look at the V-I-I in Village or whatever, V-I-L, it looks like, or V-I-L-L, looks like the Roman numeral 8. These cute, these fuckers are getting cutesy with, with, with the Resident Evil. Um, like the, like the last Resident Evil 7, it was about like these weird mutant rednecks. Well, now it's these weird mutant vampires. And they're these giant 12 foot tall. Some people are saying 9 feet tall, 10 feet tall. They, uh, to me, if your head touches the ceiling and you have to duck down even to walk through the door, you're probably 12 feet tall. Um, especially in a big mansion like that. These aren't like conventional houses. Um, but it's these big titty. <laughs> Big sexy vampires uh, seem to be the main bad guys, and of course they have like a like a. She calls them her sisters. There's the main woman, Dometrisco, uh, Dometrisco, whatever. That's the the one with the big white wide brimmed hat and the big titties, big cleavage, nine feet tall or whatever. And then she has like these three girls that kind of float around her, and they call her sisters, and they're more wearing like brown, but they all kind of have like, you know, they look like gypsies for lack of terms, wearing like shawls, but they all look like sexy with you know crazy jangly jewelry and stuff like that. So they're supposed to be the bad guys. But I think there's like a brother in the game also who's like this big fat guy who's like 500 pounds and sits there. So they're not all sexy, but you know, it's supposed to be this weird vampires that are 12 feet tall and are sexy and want to kill i guess it's the same the main character that survived the hillbillies now have to has to fight the vampires uh for resident evil uh you know i haven't played a resident evil game since like resident evil 4 um but uh the demo is out there for the playstation if you want to play the demo and that's a lot of people and the whole thing is dude fucking already people are doing the fucking cosplay already there are girls on twitter the fucking game's been out five fucking minutes and there's already girls you know with the big t- not that i'm complaining I, I don't mind big you know tall big titty women uh but there's already <laughs> girls out there doing the cosplay for these characters all over fucking twitter all over fucking instagram and it's like you know it's like people are so thirsty for the next fucking cosplay uh and once again i'm not really complaining um Okay, uh, Evan Rachel Wood. I forgot. I think she was in the Josie and the Pussycat movies or whatever. Uh, she had stepped up and she had made accusations that living with Marilyn Manson, that he was gaslighting her and he was treating her like shit and he's an abusive fuck. And it's sort of like... And once again, I'm not going to sit here and blame the victim, but, you know, oh, I was in my, you know, I was in my late teens, early 20s, and he took advantage of me. And I was like... Have, are you not fucking familiar with fucking... Uh, by the time she got with with uh, Marilyn Manson, I mean, we're talking like 2010, we're talking like 10 years ago, or even 15 years ago. Well, Marilyn Manson has been a fucking nut psycho case since like, what, 97? You know, uh, it's not like he exactly is the fucking picture of mental health. And, 
you know, I, you know, I don't like, you know, that she's like, oh, you know, he treated me like shit. I'm like, what did you expect? He's a rock star who has a fucking reputation for being like this asshole who pushes boundaries. You know, I don't, what were you expecting him to act like? So, um, and once again, not really blaming the victim, but you know, and also, you know, a girl who's 18, 19, 20, you know, you try to tell her not to date somebody, <laughs> you know, you tell her not to date that black guy and, <laughs> and she's going to say, no, she's going to rebel and, and date him anyway. Uh, and that's the whole thing is, you know, she, you know what the fuck you were getting into. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a piece of shit for taking advantage of her if, there's the, if that's the case. But, you know, you don't walk into the lion's den get bit by the lion and then come out and tell people hey you need to kill that lion because he's biting people no you walked into the fucking lion's den of your own fucking volition if you got bit that's on you um they they've already teased uh you know we're right around the corner from the super bowl and i'm really surprised they haven't just started putting all the super bowl commercials online like they have been for the past couple years uh but they had teased that um they have the guys uh uh, uh michael Ma- mike myers and uh the other guy playing wayne and garth from wayne's world doing their uh doing their commercials for uber eats and you know and uber eats you know recently had the commercial with like patrick stewart and mark hamill and so um you know watching mike myers and and i'm trying to blank on the guy who plays garth um they're old they're fat <laughs> and it's like you know it, 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 you know the illusion is you know you guys you're not you're not in your late teens early 20s anymore you, you, you know and you don't look like you're in your you know you know the my, uh, you know uh, uh mike myers has gotten fat off that shrek money <laughs> and he looks more like shrek than he does wayne and uh you know am i am i you know am i happy to see the guys from wayne's world yes i liked wayne's world i love the movie i like the sketches when i was out live it just, I, it, it makes me question my own existence and, and, and where I sit, you know, when I see my heroes are also old and fat. Um, this past week, uh, we lost Cicely Tyson. Uh, it is Black History Month. We should have mentioned that since, since day one. And we were talking all our horrible shit earlier. We're horrible racists. Uh, <laughs> but it is Black History Month. Uh, so, you know, uh, happy Black History Month. Um, so we lost this Tyson the other day. I am not super familiar with her work because I'm a horrible fucking racist. Uh, but Cloris Leachman the other day also passed away. 80 something years old, 80, 90 years old. You know, uh, I know her from, you know, when, and the facts of life when Miss Garrett left, she was like the lady who came and took care of the girls. Uh, she was in, uh, she was in that show Raising Hope. Uh, that was like from the same guys who did My Name Is Earl, and she was like the crazy grandmother who had fucking dementia and was running around in a bra and stuff like that. Um, which is kind of weird because like my grandmother had dementia and stuff like that, and I watched her fucking slowly deteriorate. It, you know, it's so weird to kind of take a subject that's really fucking dark and demented and kind of make a joke about it. But you know, I mean, she was she didn't do anything in fucking and bad and really bad taste or hurt, trying to be hurtful. Just you know, sort of funny to see people kind of lose their minds and. uh but like uh, to me, Cl- uh, Cloris Leachman really hit my radar when she was the voice of the old lady in the Beavis and Butthead cartoon, the movie, where yeah, oh, we're gonna go and we're gonna get you know, we're gonna go to Vegas and play the slots, and then Beavis thinks she's saying sluts, and, yeah, 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 I love sluts, love sluts, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, this lady's cool. She she likes sluts. So uh, that's where Cloris Leachman, I guess. I think she, I mean, she did a voice in a cartoon movie when I was a kid, and I kind of remember that, but I don't remember the movie Fern Gully or some shit like that, maybe. Um, 
but like you know she really hit my radar when she did the voice of the old lady which you know it's funny to hear like a genuine old lady an old lady voice not a character you know saying stuff that's like kind of dirty but not really but of course Beavis and Butthead thought it was dirty and uh, here's something I think you wanted to talk about which we're, we're right around the corner from well not right around the corner but uh, I know we've been looking forward to Godzilla vs. Kong uh, coming out on HBO Max uh, it was. It, oh, I'm not looking well, forward to it. Oh, I thought like you kind of like I thought you waited for like you wanted to see it or because you're. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. I want to. You don't want it to be seen. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm actually. I'm actually not. Yeah, I'm not watching any. I'm not watching any show or any movie that's that's um that's that's coming on HBO Max. Um, just because kind of solidarity. You know. Yeah, I mean, if if they're not going to put it in theaters only first, then... Well, I mean, you had made a post, and I'm surprised you didn't mention this earlier. When I was talking about the GameStop and AMC, now, AMC was one of the ones that, like, for some reason... Like, once again, you know, these guys have, like, you know, the people... AMC took a big hit last year, as long as other companies obviously took other big hits. And so the Gamergate... You know, the Gamergate, excuse me. <laughs> the Reddit guys, the, the Wall Street Bet guys, were sort of backing AMC... Just for the just for the sake of just backing, I guess, like a theater company. But you had made a good post about like you know why are you backing just AMC when the whole fucking industry needs. And if you're gonna give these guys a boost, right? You give the whole fucking industry a boost. Don't just single out AMC, right? Or you know, well, and it made sense. I'm surprised you didn't mention that earlier. Well, so so you know, it, it makes me laugh because the problem right now is movie theaters aren't making a lot of money and. You know, for Cinemark and AMC to still be open, they're basically bleeding money as we're even talking on this podcast. Um, so what that means is that they're, they have all their theaters open where they can have them open. And they're making very little money to pay all the bills that they have. So did AMC the other day – now, and this is this is separate from – the stock thing that just happened, but they sold off a bunch of fucking stocks to make a shit ton of mm-hmm. money. Um, and they were able to secure some money too, so that way they could be around. But here's the problem. If you're theater, if, if, if you have a bunch of these theaters, you have like over a thousand theaters open nationwide and they're not doing any business and you're not able to pay the bills, you're bleeding money, mm-hmm. literally. So while I appreciate they're paying people to be there, number one, I can tell you for a fact that not every single employee is getting the hours that they probably typically would get. Number two, again, like I said, they're, they're just wasting money. And number three, they'll bleed through all that money very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand the situation, but, you know, at this point, if you're letting Warner Brothers dictate to you, oh, it's okay to put insert movie on the screen and have it on HBO Max the same day, then you're not really understanding what's going on. And I get that this is, you know, the pandemic's going on and we want to accommodate people, but there are private theaters right now that are closed that aren't making deals like Cinemark and AMC are doing and are basically just getting, are basically, when they open, they got to figure out what they want to do. Do they show the movie that's on HBO, that's on HBO Max? When it's not going to make any money, or do they, or do they, you know, do they just not show it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's one of those things where you have to sit there and say, I'm not going to watch these movies because it's not supporting my industry. So why would I why would I support mm-hmm. them? That's basically where I'm at with it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I the trailer that they put out for Godzilla versus 
mm-hmm. Kong looked really good. And I may cave and eventually see it because well, I have HBO Max for free anyway. It's released as if it was in the theaters at one point and then, you know, then gets right. released on back on HBO Max after a while, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 still, I don't know. I may still see it when it comes out. I don't know yet, but I'm not very, I'm not into supporting things that just don't support the industry. Gotcha. So that's just that's that's where I'm at with it. But I, I do I, I do think it looks good. I just yeah, I mean, like, you know, uh, I, you know, what, Godzilla King of Monsters, like, you know, like my opinion of pretty much every fucking Godzilla movie, you know, I can give two shits about the fucking humans. You know, if there was a way that they could do the you know, do the movie where it's just you know, <laughs> there's like two like uh, Kevin Smith was talking about this on his podcast where they said there's two versions of the movie. You can see the, the two hour movie where, where that's they're doing a regular cut or like you pay the exact same amount of money, but you just watch, you know, the 20 minutes of fighting. And he goes, he goes, I think people would show up just to watch the fighting <laughs> and then they want to come back and watch the whole movie. And, you know, and it sounds like a joke, but I think I might actually, I would actually do that. Um, but, uh, you know, it looks good. A lot of speculation that Kong and Godzilla won't be the only monsters from that universe that we'll see in the movies. Uh, you know, the rumor was, I mean, this is not a, this, this one is not a, a spoiler or anything like that. You know, these movies are supposed to somehow connect with the Pacific Rim movies because they're all, they're all, they're all licensed through, 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 uh, Lionsgate. And so Lionsgate owns, uh, Lionsgate has the rights to the Pacific Rim movie. So I'm wondering if, you know, they're treating these movies as a somewhat, um, prequel to, to Pacific Rim, you know, like, you know, where like maybe at the end of the movie, uh, you know, the fucking, you know, the, the big crack, you know, and of course, you know, if you watch Pacific Rim, they say, you know, uh, the, you know, the, you know, there, there's a Pacific Rim, there's no mention of Godzilla or King Kong or anything like that, you know, it was just sort of Monday monsters just started coming out of the ocean, out of this weird crack that was either, you know, from the earth or from another dimension or some shit like that. Um, but you know, uh, the the rumor is that Lionsgate was really trying, really, really, really hard to shoehorn, um, you know, the Pacific Rim uh, movies into this. So I'm wondering if we're gonna see anything like that from this movie. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, when, now that we have, you know, we have Godzilla, we have King Kong. Now, you know, if they and in this movie, you know, Godzilla, they have like, you know, I, and it's not really a spoiler. Some material they're like, you know, they're not. Um, you know, they're fighting each other because, you know, I guess, you know, 100 million years ago, there were giant, there were, you know, there was an army of King Kongs and an army of Godzillas, and they were all fighting each other. And, like, these are the last two of their kind, uh, you know, standing. And that's why they're fighting. They're not fighting, like, the reason they're fighting is because, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting a fight that's been around for billions of years or something like that, which is a, it's, it's a cool little twist on, on why they would be fighting. And, you know, and then once again, you know, if there's been monsters from long ago, you know, maybe those, Maybe some of those monsters were from another dimension. Maybe Godzilla's from another dimension. Maybe King Kong's from another dimension. It was explained why we have kaiju in our universe, or whatever the case may be. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it looks good. And like I said, I liked King of Monsters. You know, the part when it got to the fucking actual monsters fighting, it was fucking good. And I happened to see that in IMAX theater. Sorry, don't get mad at me. Um, and, you know, I mean, you know, that's the kind of movie you want to see in an IMAX movie because it was, you know, it was, it was pretty. And, you know, and it was pretty big and pretty epic, you know, and to show you just what a different time it was. Like before the movie, they had like an eight minute segment from uh, from Tenet. <laughs> and it was 
you know, it was, uh, you know, back in the time when we thought Tenet was going to come out. <laughs> and now, you know, then, then 2020 happened. Um, so that's it for my notes. Um, anything else before we call it a quit? Call it a day? Uh, I think you covered everything other than the, the wonderful snowstorm. We just oh, yeah, had the Northeast had a snowstorm. There was snow all over the place, and that was another reason why I was late, because I had to fucking well, drive into my drive. I couldn't even get into my driveway without the drug dealers across the street helping say, me shovel off my driveway. <laughs> but go on, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, sh- I should say that, um, what was I going to say? I should say that it was, we there was a snowstorm that came through, but then we got snow after the snowstorm went through so it's yeah. weird well it's we'll winter in fucking rochester we're gonna have snow uh, um, okay so let's wrap this up that's what she said that's what she said <laughs> please visit two strangers one podcast.net and com where you can find all things show related you can find links to our itunes if you have an itunes iphone ipad ipod uh you can find uh subscribe to us there um if you don't have an iphone ipad or ipod you can find us on the stitcher app for android devices well, and for ios devices also but the stitcher app is what i use to listen to my podcasts i put it on listen later and available offline so when i'm out and about which actually these days i don't go out and about that much but when i did i don't kill my battery and i don't use up all my data i download everything while i'm at home and listen to it while i'm running my errands when i'm in the car and stuff like that uh so you know pretty much every podcast worth listening to is on there you know i'm a big fan of kevin smith and uh well no joe rogan moved over to moved over to spotify so uh so he's not a joe rogan anymore but you know all the podcasts are worth listening to and of course paul's other baby the the monolith the the tsunami faithful podcast is available on stitcher uh, you can find it there, or you can go right to the source. You go you know, like in a, you get mountain water straight from the source. You can go right to the stream and go right to SoundCloud, where we've been for the past three or four years now. Yeah, we've been on SoundCloud long enough for like our, we had the episode last day in America, <laughs> which was our first episode after Trump got elected. Um, so yeah, so we've been on we've been on SoundCloud for over four years now, and uh, you can find us there, and you could download the episodes absolutely directly. So like if you want to just download it, so you're one of those people that you still have like an actual MP3 player, or for whatever the case may be, or for if you need to download uh, this podcast as evidence in court against me for some reason, uh, you can do so <laughs> on the SoundCloud app. Uh, just go there. I make all the avail- episodes available uh, for download there. Uh, we want your money. We need your money, and you're thinking of middle of the pandemic with me with nothing but time on my hands well actually I've, I've been working on a couple things but uh i i would have set up a patreon or or, or something like that uh but even if you can't do that, it takes two seconds to like and subscribe. Like us on Facebook. Uh, click like, like the page, share the page, like this episode, share the episode. Uh, every little bit helps. Um, let your friends know about it. Uh, get the word out. Uh, so once again, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. Uh, you can interact with, uh, with us. You know, it'd be nice to interact with people from the United States. You know, a lot of our followers are people from third world and other countries for whatever reason. And not that I have anything against that. But, you know, I'd like to have some actual Americans uh, like the show and listen to the show. And and look, if you're from another country, feel free to reach out to us. I mean, if your English isn't that you know, great, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, we're a long-term listener and follower and, 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 and shit talker. Um, Oscar was from from uh, Peru and and you know he's talked a lot of shit about me but I mean it was a fun part you know we actually I looked forward to uh, his horrible horrible emails which I haven't I'm gonna look up right now while I'm talking um, 
And if you would like to write to us the way Oscar does, uh, you can uh, write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Two strangers one podcast, all spelled out at gmail.com. And what else? I'm looking at the nope, no, no new Oscar mails. Maybe he fell off the face of the earth. Um, we're on for the episodes that aren't on SoundCloud. From we were previously on Podomatic, and those guys, it, it's so it, it blows my mind that Podomatic like was literally charging three times what SoundCloud charges, and we were paying that shit. Uh, for the episodes that we're on, if you want to listen to nine years worth of podcasts, you can find all the episodes that weren't on soundcloud on youtube just go on youtube and search for two strangers one podcast all spelled out and you can find all those episodes you can find links to my audiobook odd i see a tell from the road you can find uh three albums worth of music uh from my uh i make electronic music under the name xlnyc as an extra large new york city um and you could also find my stranger vlogs which i've been really having a bug in my ass to get the stranger blogs up and running i did about 40 of them and uh, i kind of want to i want to do them over i want to i want to do them again but i don't want to start over so you know like you know if i do them again i'll st- i'll start numbering them again at like 41 42 43 i'm not going to go back to one um and you can find all that stuff on Facebook. I mean, on, on YouTube, just search for Two Strangers on Podcast. And I think with that, I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. Well, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And, uh, I mean, that's basically it. Okay. So we certainly hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers on Podcast. I'm Chris. Don't be I'm a stranger. Paul. Peace. Bye. You should be fapping. Oh, yeah. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, Sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... Sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fucking, she's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like... Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, 
Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Wait a right, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I know on. you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.